0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you once again to cover Australian Survivor Season 4. And we are into our penultimate week of the 2017 season. We are down to the final four and we are really into the nitty gritty of this season. Plenty to talk about, plenty to get into and plenty to get excited for. And you got excited, you got into it at the beginning of this season as we had our uh, next guest on to preview it, went through every single player. We gave a variety of opinions and I'm here to find out whether or not a lot of these uh, opinions maybe still stand uh, this far into the game. I do of course speak from season three of Australian Survivor, Mr. Andrew Torrens. Andrew, welcome back to the Oz Network.
1: Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be here.
0: It is a pleasure to have you back. I think this now officially makes you the most frequent Australian survivor guest ever on this show. So, congratulations. You've overtaken Craig.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much, Ben. I'll assume my mantle as the king of uh, the Oz Network. Podcast, so thank you very much. <laughs> You're uh... something for you to aspire to, Craig. Yes, if you ever get back on the show.
0: I'm sure I've probably got about 50 requests from in the listener questions already. Because again, <laughs> our listeners love having these guests on, but every time we get someone they've requested, they've got someone else to request already. So, uh, we love you, Granny Survivor, and everybody else involved. But, uh, yeah, we obviously had you on at the very beginning of this season. We were talking about this cast. We were talking about what we thought was going to happen. We were analysing all these people. We had 24 of them to get through. We've only really got four to get through right now. Uh, before we get into this, what's been your general vibe on this season overall, Andrew?
1: Yeah, Yeah, look, I've really enjoyed um, the season so far. It's been a good step up for Australian survivor in terms of strategy. Um, Definitely from what we had last season, where the word that we shan't mention on this podcast, the M word (laughs) um, has been pretty much non-existent throughout this season. So it's been a really good uh, as a fan to be watching that from the couch um, to see that next level of gameplay really emerge. And we've had some good strategic play and some good players as well. And finally we're down to the final four of the season. I've enjoyed it.
0: Is it, I mean, it's one I've sort of posed to everybody from your season, and I'm guessing it's it's kind of difficult in a way from the point that you were on the last season, but can can you fairly say that you feel this season has been better than your season, not as good? I mean, how can you compare the two, or do you not want to have to say, oh, this one's better than ours?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, look, I'll put it straight out there. The post-merge has been a lot better. <laughs> The our post merge, I think our pre and of course I, I would say this anyway because I was a pre merge <laughs> player. Um, a little bit of bias, but it's okay. I think the pre merge of this season probably was a little bit better in terms of the strategy of the game, but I think our pre merge still kind of held its own in terms. season wasn't too bad overall, but then of course we got stuck with the with the mateship uh, alliance and the and the down and all that sort of thing. That was survivor. Uh, last year 2016 post-merge so i think overall this season has been much better in terms of gameplay um and as a viewer and a fan i've appreciated this season much more than than my own
0: and i think it's so unpredictable in the fact that you know you think about where we were at this time last season with uh what lee l uh christie and and uh flick um it's kind of an interesting sort of Like you would go into a final four of that, and you would assume, oh, Lee and L, they've got this, you know, Christy and Flicky. Flick can find a way in. But this time around, I kind of feel like it's really hard to really come out with a clear winner. I mean, I might argue Michelle, maybe, but it's the end of the day. Like, Michelle goes next, then who the hell? they're winning this game. Like, it's it's so, it's a tricky one. I, I had um, Noah compare it uh, when we did our roundtable earlier today to kind of like a Gabon. It's kind of like sort of that final four that's like, well, how the hell did we get this as a final four?
1: Yeah, exactly right. And it, during like the post-merge, I think, oh, okay, for sure, Tessa's going to win this game. Tessa goes out. Then I think, okay, Henry's got it. Henry goes out. And then I think, okay, it's Luke's time. Luke goes out. So the editors are really showing us sort of a winner's edit. Um, For each character and then a couple episodes later they're gone. It's really hard to pick up on. Um, I would love to see out of the Final Four so far. I really like what Michelle's doing. I like sort of her edit and how she's been portrayed and been able to sort of save herself in those critical moments. Um I'd be happy with Jericho winning as well. Jericho had a bit of that that winner's edit they seen last night with the snorkeling and overcoming his fears. Um, I, I'm sorry I don't think Peter can win, although I don't think his strategy is any less warranted than anyone else's. It's just that we haven't seen him visibly. I um, mean, you could even say that Tara might win this this bloody thing. so it's been really hard to sort of pick a clear and cut winner out of the final four this season as opposed to to what we were seeing last.
0: I think we'll go over them individually more so in just a moment, but I think we should touch firstly on the two that we lost this week. Uh, Obviously, Ziggy and Lockie are gone. Um, I've said this probably about 300 times now on all these episodes, but it's been a bad week for Olympians when it comes to uh, Survivor. (laughs) Uh, I think I was loosely told off today by somebody for sort of spoiling the US Survivor. Uh, we're a week away from it now, people. Um, if you haven't seen it, Christina went home. Sorry about that. Uh, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad week for the Olympians with Ziggy going and obviously Lockie. Uh, I mean, Ziggy, Ziggy to me was such an interesting player because she was sort of invisible. Then she kind of was in this real sort of winner's position. Then she played her idols a couple of times and kind of just went away a little bit. I mean, I I was sad the way she kind of went out of this game because I, I she was somebody that I was thinking could win this game for a large portion. I love Ziggy. Uh, I really loved her. Um, So can you give an overall take on on Ziggy and just how she went throughout this game?
1: Yeah, I really liked at the start of the season what Ziggy said where she said she wanted to find that middle position and really get in the middle of an alliance and not sort of emerge as the leader and and not be on the bottom of an alliance. And she did that for quite uh, a lot of the pre-merge um, and then of course the merge, she was in a really good spot. I put her in my uh, power rankings video. I did a few weeks ago, um, on my YouTube channel, shameless plug, youtube.com slash Andrew Torrens. Anyway. As much <laughs> as you want. Is it, look, um, I'll tell you what, can I just, I'll interrupt you. You, you can yeah. do that as much as
0: you want, but you've got to give us a shout out at least once.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All good. We'll do. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but I had Ziggy in sort of second position in terms of influence and control over the game right at that sort of merge position, early merge, Um, and then it just all fell apart. I didn't agree with the decision to take out Annalise um, at the time when she did it with the Super Idol. It made no sense at all. And then also her idol play at that point where it was just sort of paranoia when her name wasn't really on the chopping block at all, I didn't understand as well. So Ziggy was someone to me who showed promise um, in the pre-merge portion of the game, and I liked a lot of what she was doing um, in her thinking prior to the season starting, but just sort of lost her way Uh, as we got into the deeper parts of this game
0: not only was it a bad week for olympians on survivor but it also broke our um trend of the professional athlete making it to at least the final two on australian survivor from two winners to a runner-up uh i mean still top six is pretty decent but uh if you're going into next season of australian survivor as a professional athlete uh you got to try and i guess push this uh trend back up to the final tribal council right
1: that's it,
0: yep. Yeah, I would know
1: nothing of what that's like because I'm certainly not a professional athlete by oh, any sense of the word, yeah. but anyway. I, I, I definitely
0: <laughs> mistook you for one there, uh, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good
1: Thanks, Ben. I'll pay you later. Uh, you <laughs> really
0: uh, I've got to bring back the suck-upness here on this uh, show. It's been a while. Um, Lockie, obviously. I mean, lucky. you know, relying a lot on the immunities at the end and then uh, we had um, his his little attempt to stay in the game with his idle play. Uh, I mean, he sort of did clarify that. I think this morning in his exit interview that he did try to make a fake one and kind of, cause that was kind of my thing watching this, like just make a fake one, like show something, yeah. somebody something. Um, but I mean, outside of that, he was an interesting guy. I mean, very much front and center in terms of the edit, And he was always kind of there ready for our viewers. Jonathan LaParle has lost his BFF in this game. Uh, I mean, what can you take away from, from Lockie overall as a player?
1: Yeah, Lockie was someone who played okay, played well. He did well to get to the position that he did, and I was very um, happy to see him at least try something when he realised that his head was on the chopping block uh, at the final five there um, with the idol, although it would be kind of hard to believe it um, since he was so reluctant to to show uh, everyone the idol. That he that he said he had at that point, but anyway, um, Lockie played well. Personally, look, Lockie would annoy the living shit out of me out there. He's a the type of bloke that that would just drive me insane. Um, but he did well to get to the position that he did get to at the end of the game. You know, as someone who an orthodox survivor play, you would take out as soon as the merge hits. As soon as they don't have individual immunity, and for him to to last as long as he did, he did well. Um, but as you know, me Ben, I love the strategic. Players of the game Ferrari and brands. those who are who are not yeah the Ferrari brains of the game who are not necessarily the most physically fit or physically dominating players but find a way to get to the end um and get as far as they can anyway so but Lockie did well he did well for a bigger bloke who I thought would have gone pre-merged based on you know sort of the ego and the and the uh, and the tendency to sort of tell people what to do um and also the physicality that would usually lend someone to go right at that merge spot so he done well. Based on his going into the game,
0: did did you think that? I think it was very good editing last night. That we really did believe that potentially uh, he was going to get saved there. Uh, I mean, did you did you buy mm. in to that edit? Because I, I was really nervous in that last fight. Like, holy crap, they're not really keeping him, are they? Yeah,
1: I was, and it sh- and it showed at least that he he was able to pull. Not necessarily the wool over Michelle's eyes because I feel like that was more of a contingency plan from Michelle and I could understand her logic in a little bit, but it was also a very risky play. Um, But yeah, but he seemed to have at least been putting fear and doubt in their minds enough for them to to be having quite a lot of conversations with it around camp, which is what his aim was to at least get some people freaking out and that it might save his ass for another day or two. Um, but yeah, but I, I, I thought strategically Pete was pretty sound in saying, look, he doesn't have the idol. You could read it on his face. You could tell by the reluctance to show it, even though I was at the final five. Um, and yeah, it seemed like Tara was maybe getting a bit confused through the editing. <laughs> um, and then Michelle, of course saying, look, I don't want to risk it just in case he does. I'm going to vote with him. Um, so, you knew he pulled off for him. I mean, it was a two, three vote in the end.
0: I, d- I just absolutely loved his... He's trying to explain why he wasn't going to show it. It's like, oh, but if you've got it, why not show it? Oh, but it's yeah. it's, it's so much better if I pull it out at yeah. the tribal and it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep, and also yep, the uh, the moment there with um, Peter when he's he's all like, oh yeah, no, I've not been mean to anyone this game. He's like, you've called me puppet, Pete. You've done this. Oh yeah, well I'd call <laughs> you that again. <laughs> Those goals—the yeah. way he tried to explain mm. his way out of that. Uh, I, I want to talk about Peter now. I uh, mean, we'll get to the final four. I mean. Pe- yeah. I like Peter. I really do like him. And I'm just so sad yeah. that we're not seeing much of him. I mean, he was brilliant in last night's tribal council with the goat mm. debate. Like, so good. Um, but, I mean, this kind did this come out of the blue to you that Peter's the goat? Because I think everyone watching this thinks Tara's the goat. And all of a sudden, Peter's yeah. the goat. I mean, based on the edit, sure, you might be able to read into that. But I kind of thought that Peter might have been a bit more respected than that. But clearly, we're seeing he doesn't seem to be that respected out there from what he's done.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting um, that you say it and about players' perceptions and things with what we see in the edit. There was also a scene, it was the first episode on Monday um, where Lockie was talking with either Peter or Jericho or someone and he said, oh, you know, Tara just wants to go to the end with Michelle and with... Uh, Pete, because she knows, because she knows that she can beat both of those guys, and Michelle is someone who we've seen come through the edit as sort of a, a genuine contender yeah. uh, for the title. So it really gives you the question of is the edit that we're showing that is being shown to us accurate of the players' position, uh, perceptions out there, or is Lockie's perception inaccurate, or is what Lockie's saying actually correct? So it's interesting to pick on the, up on those little things and notice who people are perceiving as a goat and who they might not be perceiving that way. Um, But, yeah, but for sure, from what we've seen through the edit, Pete, certainly I wouldn't see him as a goat. We, we haven't seen too much of Peter, but to me, to get that far as he has, he seems like someone who's got a fairly level head on his shoulders and is, is sort of reliable and sort of fit back into that Samar Tower majority after coming back over from Asanga when he jumped straight off that singing ship. So to me, yeah, Peter's game seems like it's been okay, but we just haven't seen enough of him strategically Um through the editing, through uh, the post-production.
0: I, I, I keep forgetting. I mean, I was looking. He's 22. He's the youngest out of all four of these. He's very mature for a 22-year-old. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of like to realise that Michelle's the older. She's 33. She's, to me, she does not look 33. She looks mm. amazing for her age. Um, not that that really plays much into it. We're not really seeing that as a thing, a factor. But I just I just keep looking at here. Peter Cont, 22. I'm like, really? Wow. He's very mature for a 22-year-old. Um, would you, yeah. Is he someone that you would, like, you sort of mentioned with Lockie, he's not somebody that you would obviously maybe, maybe get along with, but Peter, somebody that yep. you would sort of play close with, do you think?
1: I think so, yeah. I, I mean, he, he was able to get in that that alliance with, you know, with Jared and Tessa and Peter and Ziggy and all those guys, sort of guys. So, p- Peter, to me, seems like a fairly rational, smart player. He was able to pick up on Lockie, uh, Lockie's BS in that last episode fairly quickly. Um, and I like rational, predictable sort of players to work with, so I could definitely see myself... You know, working with someone like Peter, if I was out there, um, for sure. And also, just another thing, it would—I feel so sorry for Pete because, because when you watch the show as a player, you, you usually watch with your family, you watch with your friends, and on every episode, you're hanging out for your, you know, confessional or you're hanging out for like thirty seconds of you talking about a challenge or or talking about your strategy and things. And poor Pete hasn't had barely any airtime at all for that whole run of the show, so I, it just must be heartbreaking for him to sit there with his family watching and go, oh, there you are, well and you're off again. You know, I mean, just like little short clips of him at challenges and things, it absolutely breaks my heart. And we want to hear, as fans, we want to hear everyone's perspective on their game and where they fit in um, to the majority and the numbers and things like that. Um, and I'm sure Peter has a rational and, and level approach to the game and how he perceives it forming around him, but we're just not seeing it. And it really sucks. And my heart really does break for him because he seems like a rational and smart guy.
0: He's definitely somebody who I'm looking forward to talking to, because I I definitely feel he'll have a whole story about Mm. what he's doing. I mean, it it reminded me a little bit of uh, when I got the chance to talk to Troy Zan in Los Angeles this year, and he was explaining a lot to me. Like, he's like, it's frustrating. I'm doing stuff out there. They're not showing it. And you can see why he got to the end, didn't get any votes. So it's kind of, it is sad. Um, And yeah, I, I completely am with you there. I definitely feel for him and uh, look forward to Mm. to chatting to him at some point about how he's going. Because he's he's a super fan too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
1: that's what I was about to say. He's a super fan as well. So, you know, I'm sure this thing has been a dream of his, like it was mine, like it was Craig's, um, like it was Nick and Connor's for many, many years. So, it's... It's really heartbreaking to to know that he's sitting there. I mean, Ben as well was someone who unfortunately sort of got the raw end of the deal in terms of airtime and thing, Um, who's a lovely guy and and is a massive suit fan as well. It just must be heartbreaking for him to sit there and – Every sort of few seconds waiting, hoping that he comes on T V with a cracking confessional or something that he knows he would have said out there, but they're just not showing it.
0: And it's when you've got someone like Luke on there who's, you know, just Mr Mr. Yeah. Confessional King and entertainment, yeah. you know, it also sort of makes it a, a little bit more difficult. Um I mean one thing too we'll kind of go through and with these players and sort of um I will say we've already recorded our round table. We're gonna release that tomorrow. So if you hear me referring to the round table, don't think you've missed it. We will be putting it up on, on line tomorrow. But uh, one thing that sort of I did with Noah in our roundtable today is go through kind of with these players, because I think obviously a key thing to look here, and we will get sort of your perspective on what, how you think it will play out with the final two, is that we can look at now who's going to get votes from who, and kind of who, like I mean you know, for example, like Jericho makes it to the end, he's definitely going to get Luke's vote. Tara gets the end, you're going to assume he's definitely going to get Lockie's vote. And of course, obviously we've got this twist, which, semi-spoiler it's not really a spoiler, it's in the TV guide, so you can Argue it's not a spoiler, but if you don't want to hear a brief little spoiler, skip forward about thirty seconds. Sunday night is a non-elimination episode, and whoever wins a challenge will get the uh, opportunity to remove someone, be somebody from the jury. Uh, which I mean, it's look, it's an interesting twist, but I mean, is it valid in Survivor today when we don't really get close votes in the jury anymore? I mean, um, no. just a quick little, any thoughts on that twist as a whole?
1: Yeah, it's interesting to see it come up again because it obviously came up in co-wrong um, with Michelle sending Neil out of the jury. And of course, Neil's reaction to that was quite quite insane as well. I'm <laughs> um, I i, I, like, I actually, I'm actually a person who isn't one of those old school Survivor fans where they say, oh, you know, get rid of hidden immunity idols and get rid of all twists because I, I believe in keeping the game fresh um, and all those sort of things for the viewer and for the players as well to keep them on their toes. So it's something that, I've only seen it play out once. It, I suppose Neil would have been a vote for Aubrey, so it did impact that season um, quite a bit. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out here. I don't have a feeling either way. I'm not someone who says, oh, get rid of it. It's a waste of time or, or, oh, you know, bloody, I'll love it sort of thing. Um, but what I do, what does piss me off is non-elimination episodes, oh, yeah. um, and it sucks that we're seeing it, ju- that it's going to be just that twist and that's it and no one goes home at least we kind of
0: know in a way this time around but like yeah i think it was um noah put to to that idea is why did they rush through the car award last night couldn't they include that in a non-elimination episode at the same time yeah true you know that's a good point like an yeah. hour's worth of Lee coming on talking about his Holden or something like that,
1: um, <laughs> which I'm surprised he wasn't there. Why wasn't he there driving it yeah, out? Yeah, I was actually waiting for him to um, <laughs> to pop out of the car and be like, hey, bitches, I'm here, sort of thing, buddy. <laughs> 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 no, no, Lee, that's why I was L to be in the boot or something, yeah. but no. no. <laughs> well, I'm we up know who whoever gets runner-up
0: this season is getting another one, so another Holden ad. Yep. So um, just keep that's an it. eye out for that. But, uh, I mean, yeah, like I, mean, I think that kind of, you know, you would assume that, say... Michelle wins it. Um, you would assume that they would take out Lockie or Luke, because surely they know that should you know, Tara and or Jericho get to the end that that's a guaranteed vote for one of them. And I mean, I don't know if you have any sort of opinion on any of the other jury members whether you think any of them's a guaranteed vote for anyone else, but I mean I think it's kind of, this is where it's fascinating with these final four kind of going on like how it's sort of so open in most parts because you might only argue that it's Luke and Lockie that you could see definitely voting one way or the others might sort of be up in the air.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, I think obviously Luke and Jericho were were the two sort of brothers out there so you'd for sure say that Luke is 100% going to vote for Jericho Um, and Lockie likewise with Tara most likely. So whereas Michelle and Petey both Didn't really have anyone too attached to the hip to them. Um, I think Pete got along quite well with Tessa um, throughout the game. But, yeah, I'd probably agree with you. I'd say that uh, Luke and Lockie are the two standouts in terms of who you take out, at least from what we see through the edit anyway.
0: We talked about Peter, sort of the quiet, unassuming edit, Um, and let's kind of maybe go a little bit on the opposite side of that with uh, Jericho, who... One of the most unique characters in the history of Survivor. There's yep. really no one you can compare him to. Uh, I mean, he's amazing to watch and um, yep. just just great television. Um, where does he fit in this game? How, how do you think he's going to go and can he win it?
1: Yep. Oh, look, I can definitely see Jericho taking out the win um, in the end, depending on... Maybe even sitting next to anybody. We, we definitely saw a bit of winner's edit, as I alluded to before, um, come out a bit for Jericho last night where we saw him, you know, conquering his fear of deep water and going snorkeling with Lockie as well, um, which you could have argued at the point as you were viewing it would either be a winner's, winner's edit for Lockie or for Jericho. But now knowing that Lockie's gone, it's more sort of Jericho's story and Jericho's uh, credit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I can definitely see Jericho winning. He's been someone who's been fairly likeable throughout camp. He, he's he been someone who's been relatively strategic, um, and we've sort of seen that that more devious fun side of him through the edit um, and seems like a really likeable guy. So I could for sure see Jericho uh, winning the game if he gets to the final two or three.
0: How do you handle someone like Jericho if you're playing with Jericho? <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus. Jericho would freak me out just in some of the j- obviously through his confessionals as a viewer he's sort of like whoa jesus christ i feel like you know you'd be sleeping with one eye open next to jericho because you'd be worried he's going to be like bloody matt in amazon sharpening the machete waiting to <laughs> chop your head off or something if he, <laughs> he gets a shot at you but but also some of the things that jericho has said in tribal councils have been have been quite full on like where he's about oh no you know it's, this thing's a war and we're sharpening our knives and all those sorts of things where I sort of suffered a little bit of that Where I'd sort of come alive at Tribal Council And reveal myself too much Closer to my exit Um, And I think that some of the answers that Jericho gives At Tribal Council, because you've got to realise As a viewer as well, like Tribal Council When you see it on TV, the music's pumping And it's all like dramatic And full on and short answers But when you're there, it's like pitch quiet Or you can hear like crickets ringing in the background The fire's going And you're just listening to each other's answers So intently and so focused and I'm for sure certain that the other players would have picked up on a lot of what Jericho has said in terms of, you know, this is a war, this is going to be bloodshed and all those sort of things, which might contradict what he's telling the other guys around at camp. So for me, I'll definitely be concerned about Jericho throughout the game Um, and is really one of those wild cards. He's not someone, he's someone that's very likable and comes across as likable, but you're not sure how much you can value his trust in the game is the way I read Jericho anyway.
0: Somebody who he hasn't been voted for, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, all game. Uh, his, yeah. His name yep. never gets brought up. Um, And I think he could handle that jury quite well. I think he would give a pretty decent performance at Final Tribal Council. Um, mm. And he would be a unique winner of Survivor.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, sort of that villain, you know, that Survivor needs. And, and someone who's a soup fan as well, I'm sure, could argue his ass off at that Final Tribal Council. So... He's the sure a wild card in this game, um, and definitely someone I could see winning for sure. Once
0: we had Sylvan on the other week. He mentioned he just uh, speaks in idioms, uh, which <laughs> it's <Yeah. laughs> it's uh, it's once you yeah. get that pointed out to you, like holy fuck, he does too. <laughs> uh, Michelle, let's I mean, go, Michelle. We'll we'll leave Tarrant at last. Yep. Uh, I mean, look, I I've come around to Michelle. I mean, I'm still not the biggest biggest fan, but I mean, she kind of went from annoying the shit out of me to like I really am sort of like I mean. Michelle's got, like, this villainous streak about her, like, the way she, like, yep. she's not an outright villain, but she's, like, yep. to me, she's somebody, whether or not she wins this game or not, to me, I think she's somebody you appreciate more in a rewatch, um, and you you would respect more of what type of, not just player, but a character, because I think she's got this character about her that... I I don't see much written about Michelle online. Like, it's all Tara, you know, there was all sort of Luke stuff, like, Jericho mildly. Like, I just don't see things written about Michelle. I kind of had this thing for a while where I'm like, Michelle just always talks about herself. Me, 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 I'm Michelle. Uh, But, like, outside of that, like, it's it's interesting. But, yeah, she... I'm kind of in this little box at the moment, too, which I think most people are, that she's in the box seat to win this game. But... I don't know, like, yeah, she's a fascinating one. As all four of these final four are. I mean, what's your take on Michelle?
1: Yeah, she was someone who, at the start of the season and throughout the pre-merge, was very, very quiet. We didn't see much of Michelle at all. Um, We all sort of thought, oh, you know, Michelle will probably go, you know, closer to the the merge or that pre-merge spot. Um, Weren't seeing anything from her at all. She was, you know, bad in challenges, which, putting my hand up right now, I'm fucking hopeless at them as well. (laughs) But... But sort of it was really a critical point in the game, and I actually think it was a mistake by the players at that tribal council, was when it was either her or Ben that night. It was more likely gonna be her based on what Jared was telling us at the camera he wanted to keep Ben around. Um, and then of course she was she managed to argue her way out of that tribal council and sort of show that that side of her that that can if her back's against the wall she can bloody cut you down and she can find a way out of out of that situation. Um, I think it was a bad move at the time. I remember saying online this was absolutely ridiculous because Ben was someone who was non-threatening and then you've got someone who's arguing their case as hard as Michelle there. It gives you every reason to vote her out um, and those players have certainly paid the price for that in the post-merge because she's sort of been bouncing around taking out threats and taking out people bigger than her and I'm sure that in that pre-merge, uh, uh, portion of the game that a lot of those players wouldn't have thought that Michelle would be sitting where she is. Just like a lot of us didn't think Christy would be sitting well, well, I was say, where that, she is, was last year. Do you year? think
0: that's similar to, and I'm not just saying this cause you're on the show, but yep. is there a bit of that element yep. similar to you, how they took you out instead of her?
1: Definitely. I think um, we saw Christy last year, yeah, go out on a four, three vote when I went out, I think it was just one vote splitting us either way. Um, and then go on to win the whole game. And Michelle's one of those players that, look, people are starting to to wake up to her a bit now. Um, but Lockie, as I said with that perception thing before, Lockie said that, you know, Tara wants to sit next to Michelle because he thinks that Michelle is beatable at the final Tribal Council. And the question for Michelle will be, although us as viewers have seen how good Michelle's gameplay has been and seen her be able to pull herself out of these tight spots, has she done enough or has she created enough tangible evidence to to point to if she gets to the final tribal council and say, these are the moves I made, this is how I got myself out of them, and convince those jurors to vote for her. Something that um uh Aubrey struggled a bit with in Co where where you know we had you know a couple of bitter jurors in, in Scott Um and of course Jason as well, didn't want to give the credit to Aubrey, but when they watched the show back on the television screen and realized, holy shit, this person played a phenomenal game. Are the season two players of Australian Survivor season four, whatever? Are those four players on show, now Andrew, sitting? It's
0: that- four on the <laughs> show. <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry. <four. laughs> are they sitting there right now and saying, "Holy shit, we didn't see any of what Michelle has actually been doing in this game"? We- so it's certainly a big conundrum when we get to the final trouble Yeah, Council.
0: I think Lockie kind of alluded to that this morning. I felt like sort of because I think Lockie gave sort of that vibe last night that. Tara can win this game, and I sort of raised that to him this morning. I'm like, well, yeah, okay, Tara, and it sort of through his answer this morning, I got that vibe where he was kind of like, well, I've been watching the same show, and I, I don't think she can win. Actually, he didn't say those words. I'm not saying he spoiled or anything, yeah. but um, just kind of with that. But um, yeah, I mean, I yes, yeah, similar to kind of what you're saying there. Like, I mean, Amanda, uh, she comes to mind as somebody who didn't sort of defend her yep. game. And I remember <laughs> sort of through the interviews that we used to do on Survivor Oz, that the one that really surprised me a lot, who that a lot of people said they would have voted for her had they seen what she was doing was Twyla and that Twyla might have gotten a lot more respect rather than Chris. That one always surprised me. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a very good point you make there with her because, I mean, I think we've kind of, we've moved into this phase of Survivor now where the so-called Survivor resume is very much a, a tool that people are talking about now. It wasn't really a thing even as early as four or five seasons ago. So, it's kind of really developed into this this world of Survivor now where they're sort of talking about that. Uh, and interesting sort of with the Christy one, another one that came to mind was Sue was talking a little bit about that last week. Sort of her vote out, of course, was a 5-4 um, with Christy kind of nearly going home there and she could sort of, again, mentioned like, well, you know, the whole game is obviously different. 'cause the winners taken out at that point. So um yep. Tara's the last one. Um uh, <laughs> Blessed Tara. Now look, she's the the social media battering ram. <laughs> yep. She has not had a kind ride on social media this season. Um but look, as I've said this whole season, you need a Tara on this show. Like Tara is yeah, casting gold. Like as much as Luke is, you know, as much as Tarzan was, you know, as much as all these characters who have had, she is just... You need to have that, quote, villain that everybody's going to hate on. But yep. she surprised me in the last week. Like, I mean, you know, I guess we can sort of lump all this together. Like, her going after Lockie. I mean, you know, this was, to me, a week ago, the unfathomable ju you could not break these two up. And lo and mm. behold, she's woken up. I mean, the whole lolly situation and just... Oh, she's, she's one you're going to talk about for some time. But, uh, I mean... Can she win this game?
1: Well, it's surprising, isn't it? We through the edit and through her confessionals and things, and early on in the game, I think she had a bit of an argument with AK as well, um, where they were sort of at loggerheads with each other. But through the edit, we've certainly seen Tara portrayed in that in that negative light, um, similar to myself as well, where she's sort of grading on viewers and she's annoying and viewers say, oh, what the fuck is Tara doing there still? Oh, my God, why haven't they got River already? Just throw her in the ocean or something. <laughs> um, and, and I can certainly, I know exactly how that feels because I copped a lot of that sort of same shit as well. I was this grading character that everyone couldn't stand, I think. But the thing with the, that I sort of felt as well and, and that Tara probably feels as well is, that the person that you are in camp isn't necessarily who you are in confessional either. Um, and you had Sue on the podcast last week say, you know, that they didn't realise that I was someone who who was sort of that arsehole sort of character until they watched it back on the show. And maybe they're feeling the same about Tara as well, although I feel Tara is a bit more genuine and had a bit of loggerheads with AK as well. But we haven't sort of seen anyone, correct me if I'm wrong here, Ben, we haven't sort of seen anyone really slam Tara of the players that are left out there. We haven't seen someone so say, Oh my God, I can't stand Tara. Let's get rid of her. When she was on uh newer she formed bonds with them coming in as a, as a loose number with only two people, her and Annalise formed bonds well enough for them to get rid of their own players over her. And then on Newa Sanga, when AK came over that she did well enough that they got rid of AK instead of her herself. She survived that, that portion of the game been on you know on the outs she's survived throughout the early merge and now is in this position as well tara someone who's obviously doing something right socially and strategically that she hasn't gone out at this point um whether or not whether she's the goat that we see her as as viewers and they're just keeping her along for the ride and someone wants to sit next to her and beat her in the end or she's a genuine contender in this game which i feel like she could be personally i could see tara winning this game against someone like peter for sure um but yeah but not necessarily the edit that we're what i'm trying to say is the edit that we're getting from tara that the post-production is giving us may not necessarily be the edit that we're seeing through the players eyes that are out there with her
0: do you feel the fact that she technically has been voted out of this game might be a, a detriment to her overall chances of winning
1: it's certainly personally to me it it, it It definitely puts a question mark on her game, I feel. Um, And that's just because I guess I'm a traditionalist in terms of when you go to tribal council, if you voted out, you're gone. And of course, I was on the wrong side of this twist um, last year when we voted out Nick and he didn't go home. And of course, we ended up Connor, who should have gone home and and we ended up with him, who I got along great with as well. Um, but, But for me, it certainly raises a question mark and I'm sure that it would come up with some of the super fans and players that are out there as well that are sitting on the jury, like, you know, like Tessa, like, uh, you know, someone like Jericho, if he ended up on the jury, like whoever else is out there right now, I can't think of that's a super fan that's on the jury. <laughs> Henry, um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it puts a question mark in their minds. She gets in that, hey, you were voted out at this point in the game but you're still here based on luck, based on a production twist that you happen to fall on at the right time. Um, it will certainly leave a question mark, and I wouldn't feel... Personally, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving the money to someone who was voted out but is still there.
0: Because it's interesting sort of history. I mean, US-wise, obviously, Lil. Um, you know, that's the only yep. time it's ever happened. Um, lungs, yep. And I, I know you obviously don't necessarily bring previous Australian Survivor season, but season two, obviously, Guy Leach was voted out. But, I mean, the thing with yep. Guy Leach against Justin Melvy, they were both voted out. So, I mean, they kind of both had the same argument and the most bullshit twist in the history of Survivor. Um, yeah, David Oldfield was robbed. A uh, bit of a teaser. David Oldfield is appearing on the show very soon, and I'm going to talk about how he's one of the masters of Australian Survivor and a completely underrated player. Anyway, that's another story. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays into it because... And this is no disrespect to Tara, but, like, to me, Tara out of these four is the one who's going to handle the jury the worst. You know, she's kind of going to be the Philip Shepard of this, you know, yelling yeah, at people. Yeah. And, and like, I just – and I, I I hope she proves me wrong. I, I want to see yeah. her come out and own her game. I guess we probably would have thought Christy might not necessarily own her game and look how well she did. So, um, you know, she yeah. could prove us completely wrong.
1: Yeah, and Tara's definitely sort of shown throughout the show that she has – that tendency to to want to defend herself and stick up for herself. And that's the thing about Survivor. So many times you've got to know when to kick ass and when to kiss ass. And when you're sitting on the jury nine times out of ten, you sort of want to suck on some ass because you, you want wow. to win their votes. I think, yeah, <laughs> you know, because you want to win their votes. The, like you want to win that half a million dollars. So you've sort of got to read the room and, yeah, hopefully Tara knows when to bite her tongue and, and when to lash out and show these people how good her game has been.
0: I want to obviously get your vibe on how you think it's going to play out, but just before I get to those, um, I'm just really loose things I want to touch on here before we go to that, because obviously we haven't had you on since the start of the season when we had you on pregame. Just really randomly, really quickly, challenges this season overall, I mean, I've talked very highly of them. I think they've been 90% fantastic. Uh, I mean, do you have anything to add just on the challenges?
1: Yep, they've been great in terms of viewing. They've been so much easier than they were last year. They had no fucking cardio shit. Like, what the hell? Why didn't they have this shit last year? Jesus Christ. I mean spewed at the TV like, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. Like last year we had to like you had to run out like 400 meters to get a chest out of the water, and you're asking a dude like me who's like 95 kilo or something, sits on the couch and eats pizza at night time. You're telling him to run out fucking 400 meters, get a chest. Are you kidding me? Whereas this year it's sort of been more split up where they've been able to do puzzles and things. They haven't had much death by fucking cardio. So I've loved that as a player. I've loved the bloody challenges this year, and I'm spewing they didn't have them last year. Maybe maybe after they saw me nearly die in that coconut one they decide oh geez we don't want to try and kill some poor fat ass like andrew again so we'll change them this year but anyway two yeah. two that I, th- yeah that's all I've-
0: <laughs> two, two that they need to do all the time yeah. they need to do yeah. the auction with that amazing reward that luke won i fucking love that that was genius yeah and yeah. Yeah, the yeah, charades was, one yeah. of course which to me is one of the greatest challenges we've ever seen in the history of survival yeah
1: that yeah, I can do charades. Sure Jesus. That I was just. Trade master. Hilarious. Uh, yeah.
0: Just a quick note on Jonathan LaPalia. I think he's been absolutely fantastic. He's improved like all Gold. crazy yep. this season. I mean, thoughts on
1: yep. Jono? Yep. Yep. So it's all the credit um, and all the accolades that come his way. He's been playing. And I'm not just saying that I'm just kissing his ass because I want to play again. <laughs> but honestly, he is doing very well as a host. Um, it's sort of one of those things where, you know, watching Survivor go on so long before Australian Survivor fans say, oh, you know, will the show continue if Jeff decides he wants to go do his Jeff Probst show or whatever and, and quit hosting Survivor? But I think Jonathan Lapalia has proved that you can get another guy in there who can do pretty darn well. He's not a Jeff Probst. Of course, no one will ever be. But he's doing a very, very good job at his commentary of, of his questioning at Tribal Council. He's becoming a bit more fluid and a bit more natural um, than he was last year. So, hats off to Jonathan. He's done a great job.
0: I think sort of between him and, and Matt on Survivor New Zealand, we've kind of seen. Yeah,
1: Matt as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, and the, the one sort of, this is kind of a, not really a left of field question, but it's, it's been an interesting sort of question I like to raise on some of these episodes because it's been raised a few in some of our listener questions. And I, I think we might even have a few people sort of semi-raising this, but a few people have commented, and it's, a, it's also a lot of American uh, fans out there. Uh, who are suggesting that this season has put Australian Survivor ahead of American Survivor and the fact that we're at a point now where American Survivor's kind of been a bit meh and a bit stale for the last few seasons and this is showing that ours has overtaken it. And, I, I mean, I, I honestly think this is going to be a great episode we can do in the future, sort of a roundtable, kind of have a pros and cons on each side. But what's your take on that sort of idea?
1: No, I, I, I still see the US version of Survivor and the players on the US version of Survivor is far superior than Australian Survivor will ever be. That's just my opinion. Australian Survivor is very good, but I feel like the US has a certain formula and is always fresh and the players are just a far, a much more advanced level ahead of what the Australian Survivor players are at this moment. Um, I still see US Survivor as the pinnacle of... Survivors internationally, I guess you could say it doesn't compare to me. Until we start, the US version. Yeah, yeah, the US version will always be the show that I fell in love with, yeah. and that I dreamed of playing for many years. Um, was fortunate enough to play Australian Survivor, which held up very, very well in comparison, but is definitely no US Survivor. If I had a gun in my head and was given a choice between US Survivor or Australian Survivor, I'd choose US Survivor any day of the week.
0: That is a very weird gunman to do that. To,
1: yeah, <laughs> As right I, I, yeah, I, I was halfway through, I was like, oh shit, bug it up another one, Andrew. Good on you, Jesus.
0: Um, <laughs> until we start covering like Survivor Israel and see how good that is. Um- yeah. yeah, Um. Well, I think before I actually get to these bits is um. we're, we're actually two sort of things that we're planning on doing. Here. I don't know sort of how much you've been following our coverage, but um. we're myself and the former Oslo of ours, c- Cable, we're going to be doing a rankings episode in about a week or two where we're going to go through all, I think, 78 contestants who have ever played Australian Survivor, similar to what we did with 400 odd with the US one. And, and rate them. So, uh, I'll, I'll tell you now, I've done my list. I'm obviously updating it as we go along with the, the final few that were there. I've ranked you, um, yeah. and I'm not going to tell you where I put you. because Top I was- 10,
1: top 10 or else I'm fucking out now, then. <laughs> you, top you 10 could. or else I'm gone. <laughs>
0: um, I think you'll be happy with where I put you. I'll, just, right I'll, right just, right I'll right just put that.
1: Um, but and you enter Cable as well. I've met Cable. I know you're in Melbourne. So when I'm back in <laughs> Melbourne, brother, I'll be fucking coming for you if you don't rate me top 10 as well. <laughs> think about that before you do that.
0: Um, podcast. And the, the Hall of Fame that we're kind of thinking of putting up sort of was discussed on our uh, roundtable with uh, our other Australian Survivor podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, and I think kind of we're, we're just trying to work out the, the rules in this. And I think kind of when it comes to our, our panel, because I think we're going to wait at 50% sort of an expert panel, 50% like viewers uh listeners out there. So I think like we like we you and I will talk. I'm sort of putting you on the spot here on air, but I think like we need a former player. And I think maybe like and I'm not just saying this cuz I'm sucking up to you cuz you're on air, but like yep. in terms of obviously the fandom and your knowledge and which I realize obviously maybe for the first two seasons might not be as, as no, out there, good, but, but I yep. mean the only the only issue there that we might have is cuz we're probably only going to include the first three seasons. We're not going to include this season for, like, recency. We'll wait 12 months.
1: I don't know. <laughs> probably can't vote
0: for yourself. I'm going to piss, uh, off.
1: I'm going to piss <laughs> off so many people. You're bloody putting me in the hot seat big <laughs> time. I don't know about this one. I'm just oh. thinking
0: about the, the, the pros and cons here of maybe having you on the panel. Yeah. But uh,
1: we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll discuss it. I mean,
0: do you think the right Australian right Survivor Hall of Fame is something you strive to be in one day, Andrew?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> you campaign for dude. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. We're just Maybe. talking about the Oscars. Uh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just do the Oscars again.
0: That'll do. <laughs> the Australian Oscars. Now, um, yeah. yeah, before we get to listen to questions, and I'll get to the rate, right. just quickly, I mean, I'm just going to put these final two scenarios to you, and you're just going to tell me who wins. And then at the end of it, yep. I want you to tell me how the final four is going to finish. I want you to give me your order. All right. So we've got a Jericho Peter final two. Jericho.
1: Jericho,
0: Jericho Mich- wins Jericho Michelle.
1: Ooh, that's a hard one, isn't it? Um, that would actually be a final two I'd love to see because I think both would just go, just go for it um, in terms of their argument and things. But probably, although if you do that stupid twist, Luke won't be there. Um, Jericho, I'm going to say Jericho anyway, Jericho. Jericho, Tara. That was a hard one, yeah. it was a very hard one. I think one.
0: there's two, uh, two hard combinations to me out of yeah. these. Jericho. Uh, Peter, Michelle.
1: Michelle.
0: Uh, the other one that I think is a hard one is Peter, Tara. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: see, that's hard too because to, you'd have to assume that Peter gets Jared, Tessa ziggy maybe although unless Loki sways ziggy to vote with him for tara as well um then who does like michelle in that vote for that's yeah that's a hard one too oh god um i'll say tara i'll say tara
0: interesting so, so out of these mm. it seems that Jericho is the one who wins no matter what, and Peter's the one who wins can't win. That's kind of like what I'm getting that vibe out of those situations. I guess. Yeah,
1: and and it sucks because we haven't seen enough of Peter, yeah, and we haven't seen enough of him strategically to justify him winning through what I've seen. But I know that there's so much more going on in his head and and going on through his game that we just haven't seen. So it's hard for me to comment and say for sure. Peter, if you're listening uh, you know. But I'm I'm sure, brother, I'm sure that you've played really well and that you have that you've approached the game rationally. But the, it's just hard to see that.
0: The final pairing, yeah. of course, is Michelle Tara.
1: Michelle.
0: Michelle. So on that note, how do you think this is what's what's your final order here? What fourth down to first? How do you think this is finishing? Oh,
1: shit. It's so hard to predict this season, eh? It is really, really hard. Um we got Tara, Peter, Michelle and Jericho next episode Peter's name came up last time but I would think as a viewer you'd think that they'd want to keep Pete but you don't know how much, although Lockie's been calling him a goat like every five seconds in the last episode (laughs) Um, I don't know, it's so hard, I I think if uh, fuck it's hard I'll just say Peter goes next, I'll say I think Tara sits at the end, then I'll say Jericho gets pipped and then Michelle and Tara are there. That's what I'll say. That's and then, yeah, Michelle wins in that scenario.
0: Same order as I gave on our roundtable today. Yep. So, great minds think alike. There we go. There we go. Um, Ferrari Brains. Ferrari Brains, exactly. And and I remember you and I <laughs> pre-season, we we both claimed that a, a female would win this game. Who, who yep. Was yours Annalise as well or did you have a different winner? Yes.
1: I had – no, sorry, I had – Tessa. I had Annalise and Tessa as the top two, and I had, not as in the top two they get there, but as in the top two, most probable to win. Mm -hmm. And I had Tessa just edging out over Annalise. Both played exceptionally well, I thought, um, and both were genuine contenders to win, but unfortunately luck didn't quite go their way. But yeah, but as I said in that that podcast preseason as well, was that a a female has always won a Samoan season of all versions of Survivor that have gone there. So you'd have to say if history repeats that, yeah, it would be either Michelle or Tara taking out this game.
0: Very, very true. Uh, now, again, before we get to listen to questions, our, just quickly our ratings. And I, I think technically you've never done one of these before because I think when we had Craig and you on during Game changes, we didn't ask you to rate back then. So just a clarification yeah. for those who don't know what we do here. So essentially for each episode, uh, we get uh, our our guests and ourselves, We we rate an episode based on whether we absolutely loved it, you thought it was brilliant, you buy it. Thought it was sort of, yeah, it was in the middle. It was okay. You'd rent it. Uh, you thought it was shit. Never want to see it again. You bin it. So let's start with Monday night's episode. Uh, I mean, I was going to go with Sunday night's episode, but we didn't have one. I mean, Sunday night, NRL grand final. <laughs> bin it, buy it, rent bin it. it. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, Storm deserved to win. That were
0: good. Yep. I anyway. thought uh, so it was a Queenslander as well, winner. given that uh, I don't know if, yeah. uh, is he's a Broncos fan. You'd like North Queensland? Yeah, I'm reading, a Broncos
1: or- fan. I'm a Broncos fan, but. Um- <laughs> No, look, I think all of Queensland was sort of going for, you're yeah, happy either way because, yeah. I mean, now this is turning into a sports podcast, but anyway, you're happy either way because, of course, Cameron Smith and Cooper South Cronk Queensland and Storm, Billy Slater. Right? And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> South Queensland Storm versus North Queensland Cowboys. So, anyway, anyway, uh, let's continue, Ben. Mo- let's Monday night,
0: Monday night. What are you, buying it, renting it or binning it?
1: Um. So, renting's like the middle, Renting's yeah. the middle. Renting's like, you didn't
0: love it, you didn't yeah. hate it.
1: It was good. We know he had a rock draw. It was good to see someone flip over. So, I mean, it's not like top tier, first class sort of survivor. Um, so i say rent it. Rent it? I'll rent it.
0: And what would you do with last night's?
1: Lucky going... Yeah, I rented as well. Sorry, I'm a bit of a fence sitter on this one, Ben. No, you, not you, nothing. Same as right me. I rented
0: both. I thought like they were stock standard episodes. They weren't outstanding, but they weren't terrible. So I'm Very completely good. with you there. Now, uh, yeah, listen of questions now. And just, just really quickly in terms of our stats, um, our three seasons of Australian Survivor have seen a winner from Victoria, a winner from Queensland, and a winner from New South Wales. We have a final four consisting of a Victorian, two New South Welshmen, and a Queenslander. So we will have officially our second winner from another state, uh, obviously Tara's Queensland, Michelle and Pete both from New South Wales, Jericho uh, from Victoria. So Lockie was our last Western Australian. I mean, everyone was from Western Australia this season. Um, so I just I just wanted to throw that little stat out there because, I mean, it's a little bit easier to do that for Australia rather than America. We've only got, you know, six states, two territories. Again, seven of the eight ter- states and territories have been represented on Australian Survivor across four seasons. The one state that's missing, I'm sitting in it right now. <laughs> season five, whether it's me or someone else, Channel 10, Tasmania, we need a contestant. That's all I'm going to say. We live on a fucking island off an island. We're survivors, (laughs) all right? Like, come on. Um, But, listener questions. The funny thing about Andrew here, of course, we had a bunch of listener questions on our preview uh, episode for this season. Kind of forgot to ask them to Andrew. And uh, I do have somebody ask here, do I still have them? No, I don't. Uh, They're they're in my email. I'd have to go through them. I didn't have... I probably did have the time. I just forgot. So, um, I'm a forgetful person, all right, people? I get paid lots of money for this show. Um, uh, but... <laughs> Everybody sending listener questions. Thank you very much. And as always, if you uh, wish to send in listener questions, just stay tuned to our social media pages. You see who our guests are, and we always put out the call. Now we've had a few late ones sent in here too. You obviously put the uh, call out there for uh, this on Twitter. I'm going to ask these ones first because you've seen these ones. Um, now, Nace at uh, Nace Pybus P Y B U S. Sorry, there, Nace. If I'm mispronouncing that. Um, Did you just say pubis? <laughs> you said suck ass before, so we're,
1: where are we going? Oh, right, that's where we're going. Well, Sorry, nice. No. Yeah,
0: it always goes that way with us here on the Oz Network. Uh, he asked, well, they asked a the question, I won't assume. A uh, lot of talk about goats in that last tribal. How much do you think bringing a goatish player to the end detriments your chances of winning? Uh,
1: I'm just trying to think back in my head if anyone has ever bought a goat and not won because of it. Michelle Aubrey could argue it's a bit of a soft spot.
0: Russell would argue he did, but... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yes, yes.
1: No, Liam, but then people yeah. argue that Russell
0: yeah. was the GOAT, so...
1: Yeah, exactly right. Um, I don't think so, no. I've, uh, I mean, yeah, I've never seen anyone sort of bring a, a... All this talk last night, Ben, where everyone's sort of like, oh, you know, you want to play with the best and you want to beat the best when you go to, and that's the biggest crock of shit Completely ever. If agree. someone was trying to sell me that, if someone was trying to sell me that argument while I was out there, I'd, I would, of course you agree with them to their face and then confess you go, that, fuck off. Like, no way in hell. You know, you're there to win half a million dollars, not see who played the best game and go down with honour or whatever. Um, we're not Wu and Tony here. We're, you know, of course, Wu chose Tony. It's fucking ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I can't see any detriment to bring it to go along to the final three. And if I, was, if I was fortunate enough to get to that point in the game, I would have only been thinking who can I easily throw under the bus at the end and win the half a million dollars? That's the ultimate prize, you know, second place is first loser.
0: Completely um, agree with you. I never get that argument. Oh, beat the best, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, Mm. you just got to beat everyone. That's the purpose of this, sole survivor. So, yeah. Uh, Now, next one here from uh, Brendan Joel uh, Kasev at Brenny Joel on Twitter here. Uh, <laughs> I like this question I've Brendan's got a, great
1: I've Brendan's got a, really great I've got it's a pink a, yeah,
0: work shirt funny. I'm losing my hair and I'm universally <laughs> hated in the Australian Survivor community <laughs> how can I get on to well he says season 3 you know I'm going to correct that season 5 uh, season 3 Was well, you know <laughs> channel 10 season 3
1: tips, yeah. uh, tips for Brendan you get on? tips of Brendan Right. On. tips of Brendan oh god first thing Brendan is you've got to stop Buying shirts with "I'm um, an Andrew Torrens guy" on them and posting them on Facebook—that's <laughs> that's the first thing to do because obviously production don't want to see that shit. They don't think anyone who follows me is valid. But no, nah, Brendan's hilarious. Um, I don't know. You just got to you know be yourself. Be, put your video out there and just fucking—I don't know. I can't think of anything right now, Ben. It's too late. I've been bloody working hard and everything. So yeah, just follow. It. Go to. But I will say another shameless plug again while I'm here. Hashtag business trip. Back on it again. YouTube, follow me on YouTube, com slash C slash Andrew Torrens. I'm putting out videos with casting tips and advice. I've put out one already about preparing your video, um, five tips for it. So make sure you follow that. I'll give you lots of information. And also anyone out there as well that wants some tips for their application, um discreetly and and you know wants to ask questions and things or wants a bit of help and advice with the application please send me a message on twitter send me a message on facebook quite a few people have already done that for me um to ask me questions things and just look i'm always happy to help a genuine fan of the show who will be listening this podcast get on the show so if you have any questions concerns want someone to review what you've done or whatever hit me up and i'll I'll do that because all information is unique depending on who's applying for the show.
0: And, of course, your Twitter handle of Andrew is at Andrew Torrens.
1: Yes, it is, Ben. Very good. Ben's good. Just
0: just (laughs) trying to help you out there. Um, Dez, I've heard of this guy, at Dez Quilty. Not sure if you're familiar with him. Um, Mm. Dez on Twitter is amazing. If you don't follow Dez on Twitter, do it now. This guy is incredible to follow. Uh, He says, for a super super idle clue... Would you A, Nudie Run Tribal Council, B, a bottle of Buddy down the hatch, C, 12 rounds with Lee, no yield rule available?
1: Well, actually, Ben, something no one knew about me when I applied for survival was that I actually used to be a black belt in Taekwondo many, many moons ago. Wow. So I think, although now I'm kind of fat and you know, the trip to prep it and fucking horrible, but anyway, um, <laughs> I would probably take the twelve rounds with Lee Castledime just to have a crack and then get myself belted the shit out because he belted the shit out of me in that bloody water basketball challenge, <laughs> basketball challenge we played. But anyway,
0: ah, uh, good question, Des. Hope you <laughs> have I'll that. take
1: on Lee. I'll take on Lee for twelve rounds in a Holden Trailblazer. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, I've noticed those ads have started playing again this week. Did you notice that? We had a bit of a break from them, but Lee's back on our screen driving his Holden, so good on you, Lee. Uh, And tweet Lee about it. Lee plays along with it. Lee's great on Twitter when you tag him on it. He's he's hilarious, actually. Uh, Thanks, Des. We appreciate that. All right. uh, Now, let's go through some of these ones here. Sally says, uh, will the car curse continue through Australian Survivor, and Michelle has no shot of winning now?
1: Mm, Well, it could do. Um. Although she obviously didn't have a Yao man hmm. there that she'd promised the car to and then True. took him there. Fuck, that was insane. How hasn't Dreams returned either, by the way? But anyway.
0: I'm glad you're it's on Dreams there, uh, yep. Andrew. I, yep. I'm a big for sure. advocate for Dreams.
1: Yeah. But um, anyway, that's another podcast for another day. Uh, no, I see Michelle could end up taking out $500,000 in a car as well, so she's been playing quite well.
0: Which, let's be honest, I mean, I, I don't know about the other international versions, it'll be a first based on what we see. I mean, definitely Richard Hatch mm-hmm. got a car for winning, and so did, yep. did Tina get one too. I think Tina got one, I think they all got cars in the first couple of seasons. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so there you go.
1: Um, or all- what well, 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 just, just thinking quickly, all the car rewards, of course, dreams are yeah, now, I mean rob in all stars uh, which amber
0: technically got one people always say there's a bit of an asterisk matt next in to that.
1: amazon yeah
0: um matt yeah did amber
1: get one as well in well in all stars
0: she no in all stars oh, they had that yeah, extra on yeah, right, waiting yeah, course, for her of course so people technically right, say well amber technically got a car well, it's like well she didn't yep. win it outright so yeah yeah
1: anyway Sorry, Ben. It has. I'm we haven't had a car award on US
0: Survivor since uh, Fiji, so it's it's been a long time yep. since I've had one. Uh, I'm going to save Granny Survivor to last because she deserves always to be stay, stay last. Uh, my favorite uh, person who sends in messages outside of Granny Survivor, of course, is uh, Sasha Pewter Schmidt. Just because I love saying her name, Pewter Schmidt. Um, <laughs> she has this lovely little game. I like this game. We play this today with Noah. Uh, I'm going to read out contestant names, and you either have to kiss, slap, or hug. The following. She's she's removed right. an option. Generally, it's kiss, slap, hug, or run away. But this one, for you, it's only kiss, slap, or hug. You're not allowed to run away oh, okay. from these ones.
1: Obviously not good enough for run away. No, apparently it. not. All
0: right, let's start with Amy.
1: Amy. Hug. I'd hug Amy. Amy was fun. Joan. She was good fun. Oh, I'd hug Joan. I love Joan. She was good. Dez. I'd fucking slap the shit out of Dez, <laughs> if you're listening, Dez. <laughs> I'll get in a phone call in a minute. Uh- <laughs> yep, yep. I'm seeing him, in a couple of days. So, cat, like uh, I'd hug cat. Cat was all right. Cat was good. She had one of the classiest. I haven't talked to cat for a while, but she something that remind that that I always think about with cat and survival is she had one of the classiest exits that night that we voted her out. She. And I was really – like, she got up – and I've said this to her before and, and I've said it in a lot of po- podcasts and things I've done, but she got up straight away because I was actually concerned that she was going to be quite bitter when we voted her out. But she got up, said everyone, great game, you know, awesome game, guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Shook everyone's hand, gave us all a big hug, and I just and I actually remember saying I'm like class act, class act as she went out. So Kat was great. I'd hug Kat for sure. Actually, I was –
0: I forgot that I was a fan of cat. That's a weird thing to say that I forgot I was a fan of cat. But um, I actually reached out to her too late, Sally. Because we tried to get her on, but that was basically just as she was leaving for China. So um, left that a little bit too late. But we hope to get cat on at some point. Cause, yeah, I, I like cat. Uh, Craig,
1: <laughs> I'd kiss the shit out of Craig.
0: Who wouldn't? We'd all have a go.
1: Ashley, he uh, knows he wants to patch me. Christy. <laughs> Christy. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know what's bad when you say that? Nah, nah, I'd give Christy hug. Christy's right. She's right. I haven't seen her for a while, but seeing her soon. So. She's still in Europe. Is she, is she back yet? I think she's back. She said she's going to be there this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just follow, I follow her on Instagram.
0: I, I've never talked to her personally, um, yep. but I yep. follow her adventures gallivanting on. She's actually quite funny. Like She posted some random story, and she was like, Yeah, she's quirky. Over.
1: She's very quirky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Phoebe. So. Christy uh, Phoebes. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Phoebs is great. Phoebe is really good. I'd give Phoebe a hug, I think. Uh, that would be good. Tara. No, actually, no, hang on. No, I'll well, take that back. I'll give her a slap because she voted me out.
0: Fick- slap slap, Phoebs. Uh, be careful uh, in saying that, Andrew.
1: Rob, yeah, has a actually, podcast no, on, on, the podcast might have to the emergency
0: we'll, podcast here. We'll,
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. although you got Dan Foley coming, and you got Dan Foley. That's a bad week for week. us. Just, yeah, yeah. just be careful. <laughs> We've got Dan on. Yeah, we'll, Rob's
0: got that button ready to go. Emergency podcast yeah. ready to go. Um, <laughs> uh, Tara. Tara. <laughs> Tara.
1: Yeah, Tara's. I'd give Tara a hug though, because she. Although she's even been grading to me as a viewer as well, but I get where she's coming from because I know what it's like to couple the hate and couple that sort of shit. And she's being who she was said she was going to be by the sound of it in casting and things. And she's been at least a polarising character and, and sort of, you know, had the airtime and been brave enough to say the things she said and, and have the reactions that she's gotten. So I'd give Tara a big old hug.
0: Uh, last of the Australian ones. We've got a few American ones after this. Sue. So-
1: I don't know. I'd slap Sue, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, would tell you, I, haven't, I haven't spoken to Sue since the show and, yeah, I don't know. I'd give Sue a bit of a slap. Based, I don't know, just on some of her comments and things I've heard on a few of the podcasts, Sue. So I'd give you a bit of a big old slap.
0: Uh, Next. Right, let's get some Americans. Uh, Jeff Varner.
1: Oh, I'm going to be a troll for that shit. Sorry, what was that? Jeff Varner. Jeff Varner. Um, yeah, I'd give... Oh, that's hard, isn't it? Poor Varna. I loved Varner before that thing happened in Gangster. I still do. I just think it was just a I'd give Varner a hug. He's been through a lot. Poor uh, Vana. But at the same time he deserves what he's gone through as well. So I'm, hard situation.
0: I'm interested for this one because I think you're on the same page with me here. And you've also got to be careful with this answer, because if you answer incorrectly, I'm hanging up on you. Um Brian Heidegg.
1: <laughs> 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 oh you'd have to pass. bloody Oh bloody Mr. hell. <laughs> a legend. Absolute legend. His Survivor career, of course, we're talking about nothing outside of Survivor, but you'd have to hide it, fucking champion. You are right. you are referring, of course, Alfie that hasn't returned either. Anyway, that yeah.
0: television commercial that's on YouTube. No other videos that are on YouTube that are on there. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, I was actually looked at that. He's like, porn videos are on YouTube without the sex. Like, it's they're legitimate. It's, it's awkward viewing. It's it's awkward viewing. Uh Sa- Sasha always has these next few. They're always on this list. Um,
1: Rupert. Slap Rupert. He drives me fucking insane. I am watch him. just Yeah, the whole... Ugh. Anyway. Sorry, Aubrey. Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah, I'd kiss Aubrey. Aubrey's great. Sur- great player. Suri. Great social player. Sari? Mm. Sari's kiss, for sure.
0: She's getting a lot of kisses on this show recently. Uh Sandra. <laughs>
1: Kiss Sandra and fucking Queen. The Queen nonstop showed. Oh my god, it was so good to watch her last season. Even though like it was dead set pushing fucking shit uphill that to try and even get any further than how, where she got to. Legend, great player.
0: Final one, Kiss Sandra on, for sure. Final one on this list is Poverty.
1: Probably hug Poverty. Um, good player, great player. Yeah, just hug Poverty. I'm not super, super duper keen on poverty, but anyway.
0: As I saw on a list, uh, Watch Mojo. I don't know if you're familiar with their YouTube channel. They had a top ten survivor. It's only been released a couple of days ago. Actually, we shared it on our Twitter. Uh, they're obviously not Survivor fans. and narrator, Parvati, as a uh, basically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really, like, couldn't
0: have Google yeah. that before
1: you looked at it. <laughs> Was it what, poverty? Remember Jason in Jason yeah. Siska and Micronesia? Asia poverty. And then oh, he, I love how
0: probes him was like, oh, yeah, it's tricky to get. It's like like, these are meant to be fans. Yeah. They should know how to pronounce <laughs> <Yeah>. her name.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> um, all right. So thanks for that one, Sasha. Uh, Mitch, uh, a couple here. Uh, <laughs> Mitch has had an ongoing question series. I feel these are kind of like continuing questions. And if you've listened to any of our other ones, you'll probably get where these are coming from. Uh, he asked, the biggest diva around your camp, Craig said Nick and Sue said Phoebe.
1: Nick. For sure, definitely. Wow, um, two out of three. Yeah, pre, pre, <laughs> before day twelve, especially in those those later days when it sort of all unravelled after that that idol hunting quest thing. Yeah, definitely. Nick Nick was a huge diva. Who back Craigie up there for sure?
0: Who was the most annoying that you would be pleased to send them to Exile Island on your season?
1: Nick, Nick as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely having an emergency uh, sorry, podcast this week. <laughs> sorry, mate, but it's the truth. I only tell the truth. I would send Nick. And I know that a shitload of other people would have done so as well, so Nick for sure on Exile. <laughs> Nick's the new Candace. We just send him there every fucking time.
0: Look, I'm sending him there too just because he stole half of our name for his podcast. Um, if you knew you had no chance in hell of winning Survivor, which player would you feel worthy of losing to on the, as a US or a U? Give me one right. of both. Why not?
1: Righto. Um, so US, what season though? What, just uh, any season?
0: F- out of the 490-odd players. I- <laughs> yeah.
1: So who would I like to lose yeah. to, basically, is the question. On Australian Survivor, probably... I'd be happy to lose to someone like... Uh, Sorry, taking a while. Oh, Bianca. I'd say Bianca Mm -hmm. from our season. Very smart, got a very raw end of the deal. Incredibly switched on, incredibly intelligent lady Um, who knows the game and knows it very well. Um, And I'd love to see her get another shot. Um, Definitely Bianca. And also from the US season, Sari. You'd have to say Sari because the poor woman, she's such a good player and she hasn't won anything yet. So... Mm. I'd love to see Saree win, for sure.
0: Good answers. I like those. Uh, thanks, Mitch, for those questions. Uh, Thomas says, uh, and I thought I'd ask you this one, but uh, this probably was one of these questions I had for you on the pre-one that we've never asked you. So that's why I kind of thought this might have been a familiar one. Uh, Thomas says, what was your relationship with Christy like in the game and have you caught up with her since? I think you kind of answered that a second ago. But...
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't caught up with Christy. Um, I think last time I saw Christy was, was it start of this year or was it last year? I can't recall. I think it was that last year at that charity thing of Elle and Lees, but I didn't see her for very long. In the game, Christy and I, when, they, when she first came over from Aganoa, we actually got along fine. It seemed like Christy was one of the first people that approached me at the at the post-swap um she came up to me and said look you know what's going on and i said look you know just hang on i said you seem like someone good to work with i said i'll I'll let you know what's happening but of course i can't let you know right now um and i felt like we had an okay sort of relationship there and and before that tribal council where they voted out rowan um i shook both cat and christie's hand at that time and sort of formed this fake marketers alliance because we're all in marketing at the time um and had a relatively okay relationship with Christy until she realised that I'd voted for Phoebe and sort of tricked them both into voting for Rowan, thinking that me and Craig would vote for Rowan as well that night. Um, and I felt it sort of unravelled there. And I was actually a bit surprised at all the stuff that Christy was saying, but, oh, Andy's a rat, Andy's a dog or whatever, and all that sort of stuff she was saying um, about me on the show because I felt like we got along okay. But anyway, anyway. Um, but, yeah, Christy was sort of fine to work with it but we always saw Christie as a loose number we didn't realize that Christie would be the genuine threat to win that she ended up of course Fulfilling at the later stages of the game, so I'd say my working relationship with Chrissy was was fine out there on Survivor.
0: And just just a quick note on that. So this weekend, obviously, is uh, I mean they're filming the finale this week. Kind of a bit of a semi spoiler for those who want to get the illusion ruined for them on Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> but I mean, so are you are you actually going to be in the finale? Or are you just are there going to be like events around it that you're going to catch up with some of these? Yeah,
1: people? yeah, yeah. So um, Des and I are heading down there. We haven't got tickets to the finale. Um, a few of the other players were fortunate luckily enough to get invited or got tickets through players of this current season that family members couldn't attend and things. But Des and I are gonna be there hanging out with the guys and catching up. I think there's gonna be at least oh shit. I think there's gonna be at least fifteen or seventeen oh, wow. of the season one players down there as well Fantastic. at that time. So, we're all going to catch up. Des and I are going to some pub, head to some pub. He tweeted it filming, tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Andy are going to the bloody whatever. So, yeah, me and Des are just going to be there. I'm probably going to be trying to look after Des make sure he doesn't doesn't do anything too crazy and insane. But, um. Nah, it'll be good fun. It'll be a really, really good fun weekend. I'm really looking forward to
0: it. Definitely look forward to uh, yeah, seeing seeing all the things that are posted this weekend. Uh Hilda O'Connor, Hilda, now Hilda's message in a few times, I think I believe she's in America. Uh said, Ben, I'm all caught up on Australian survival, I was thrilled my questions were answered on the podcast and I've listened to them. I have to say I'm loving this Australian season more than my own country season. The first episode was a big stinker. That's obviously of uh, Triple H Hunterhurst Helmsley, we're calling it. Um, uh, Andrew you were- <laughs> It's easy to remember What
1: you call it sorry Hunter Hunter, Hunter Hurst what?
0: Helmsley were you ever a, a wrestling fan Hunter's Triple
1: H-, H Oh Triple H no I wasn't very much a wrestling fan but- When Triple H oh, first I mean, came a into, into the it was-, with it.
0: It was a WWF I believe back in the day He was Hunter Hurst Helmsley or something like that's what the Triple H uh, stands okay. for uh so we kind of established that uh with billy garcia a few weeks ago it's either that or it's hustles and hipsters or something like that i don't know i just forget which order it's in (laughs) um i enjoyed the first episode but we haven't talked about it yet well i'll get to that at the end of the episode i'll explain a little bit what's going on with that um andrew you were amazing great confessionals and hilarious in the challenges don't worry sandra and don't do well for being challenge beasts your game was great Um, Hilda then adds If your tribe thank you so, Who was that? This who is Hilda This is Hilda
1: Who is this, sorry? Hilda O'Connor Hilda, thank you, Hilda Thank you very much It's really refreshing to hear that Thank you so much
0: N- Now Hilda adds uh, If your tribe So happened to luck out And win every single Post-swap challenge What was your gameplay Moving forward And how many more Ducks or tribe mates Get shoot out of a barrel I like shooting ducks Out of a barrel Never gets old, Andrew I found it hilarious <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Great person. Um, I don't know. Actually, that's a really interesting question because it's so hard to think about the alternative scenario as well. Because I was so focused on what would happen with us continuing to lose, because we sort of picked up on the on the trend quite early once we were once I had that ridiculous picking twist. But anyway, um, and I'd my plan in the scenario that did play out was to bounce around at the merge if I made it that far. I, that's why I was trying to keep the tribe loyal, and then I'd just. Orthodox survivor play states that people like Craig, who was physically fit, and and Connor would go sort of first and I'd just sort of try and find spots where I could. But thinking of it from that alternative scenario, if we kept winning, oh, God. um, I'm not sure. It it would be hard to say. I mean, you would probably think you'd be secure in numbers at the merge that you'd sort of stick with the original vow. if we had won all the challenges and pick off the Sinapu and Aganoa members. But Kate was driving me fucking insane out there and I ought to be just chomping at the bit to get rid of her at the first opportunity I could. So it's hard to sort of say. Um, I can't say. I would have loved to have, if I had that amount of influence over the tribe at the merge and felt I could pull the the, the shot out off on her or probably try to take out someone like Kate and also Craig because they're both physically uh, fit anyway. Um and, yeah, maybe I could have had a shot of them. So that's what I'll just say based on that because Kate was driving me insane out there. You know what I
0: found the other day is uh, I know we did a preview episode for your season and I haven't listened back since, but I actually found the document where I wrote down our predictions and I went through this really quickly the other day. Uh, I put you that you would be the runner-up and that you would be the season's goat, <laughs> the season's no-vote-getter. You will get the most yep. confessionals. You will receive the most votes against you. Um, yep. And that's that's where I put you on this list. Um, so yep. my my initial my final two was Kate and you. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I said Kate was winning. Uh, I said oh, Elle would be third. Lord. I got that correct actually. Wow, yep. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yep. Um,
1: wow, well, go. that's funny. That, that probably at. that probably rings true though. Although I'll say that as much as you as people saw me on the camera being a dickhead and grandiose with my ego and things like that. The players didn't really see that at all. I know that a lot of them since coming out have said in all their post um, interviews and, and podcasts and things that they didn't realize how much of a, a nut job I was actually out there on the show. So th- to them, they all sort of thought oh, I was this quiet, nice guy around camp is what Sue would say um, when we got to that sort of post swap. And I thought this is fucking beautiful because they have this perception of me and I'm totally the opposite. But anyway, I don't know, maybe I would have lost my marbles closer to the end and just started throwing bloody... Death bombs left, right, and centre because I couldn't stand those players after a while. Who knows? You, you would have been do. very interesting to see a player Ch- channeling
0: the master there, Andrew, Mister Heidek. He was very perceived yes. around camp that no one knew what he was like, and then until they watched the game, like holy shit! Like who is this guy? Yep. Um going to get through because we've got a few sort of game bits here to play, but just kind of going through those ones. I'll leave those ones to last because there's sort of some little fun ones to close out on. Uh, Miranda says, uh, Andrew, what was your favourite? this is sort of a three-part question. Um, Favourite challenge you did in your season? Favourite challenge you wish you could have been a part of? Favourite and least favourite challenge of all time on American Survivor? Very loaded question. Uh, So, I mean, favourite you did on your season?
1: Yep. So, my favourite would have been the mud challenge, the one where we were sliding down that that slide in between each other's legs and getting them by putting all the mud on us and running back, even though... It was ridiculous because we totally wrecked our clothes, <laughs> and yeah, and you we were just it was just horrible having all that mud over you. That baby oil didn't leave you for days after that. Um, it was so much fun in the moment. It was so much fun. I loved it. Uh,
0: one um, thing least you wish you could have been a part of
1: the final challenge. You'd have to say for sure, just to because watching the show, like to me personally, endurance challenges are like. The pinnacle of survivor you know seeing um tom and ian battle it out for like over 12 hours in that challenge in palau that's the shit that you watch survivor and you go oh my god i want to get there and just test myself even though i'm a big fat bastard and probably wouldn't last five minutes on those on those uh poles where they're hanging on to that idol like they did in borneo and of course the final three in our season i would have loved to have done that challenge i would have just been like i'm falling off so fucking if you're here until I fall off basically or I would have been just talking shit to them trying to get them to step off as well. Um, it would have been so much fun. And
0: based on my final three prediction, and, yeah, yeah, at the same you yeah. could you could have been on that poll on yeah. my final pre- Please, Kate, I need this. Yeah. Please yeah. just take me. <laughs> please take me. Pride and yet,
1: yeah, please do it. I'll do yoga. But <laughs> just take me to the
0: end. Uh, and favourite and least favourite on of all time on US. I mean, on the spot, out of all the hundreds of challenges. Yeah. This is hard. Tangram, of course, um, and kite challenger up there. <laughs>
1: Mm. <laughs> so my least favourite is under the Great, where they they've done it in. They did it in Karamoan, and they did it in the original Fans vs Favorites, and they've done it in Palau I think as well. Always water based seasons where you're sitting there and you like waiting for the tide to uh, come up. Where
0: they're waiting the yeah, and they've got to yeah keep yeah, their breath. and you're, you're
1: holding onto those metal bars and front yeah. like, that. would Oh, I can't I can't swim anyway. I'm not a very good swimmer. But to have that like feeling like you're going to drown and run out of air, horrible. I hate watching that challenge. And also that other one they do where they they did it in Pearl Islands and they did it in Caramoan as well where they grab that hoop, they have to run over, drop it on, and then swim underneath and pull the rope underneath yeah, in the water. Yeah. Anything like we are underwater for a while, no. Nah, no. Count me out. Philip sat out of that one in Caramoan. I'd probably almost be the same. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> so in um, my favourite challenge oh, – what's my favourite? Shit. This is really hard to think of. Mm. I really like basketball and I was lucky enough to get a chance to do that in Australian Survivor. Um, what else? Jesus, it's so hard to think of, Ben. Especially for me because, like, I'm not a challenge dude. Jeez. Um I can't I can't think of we'll one, right now. I'm sorry. We'll go that one for the- Yeah, we'll just take basketball. basketball. <laughs> sorry. I'm sure if I think of one I'll tweet you. Yeah, um later uh,
0: on. Uh thanks yeah. Miranda. Kelly, uh <laughs> Yeah, I this is a game from another show, but why not? Uh Ding Mary Kill these three choices. <laughs> Craig, Christian, Dez. <sighs> oh, ding Mary Kill, Craig,
1: Christian, Dez.
0: Actually, we're gonna call that uh, fuck marry kill because that's what it is. I mean yeah. Ding's another yeah, yeah, yeah. show, so we're at the Oz Network, we say it how we mean yeah. it. Fuck, Marry, or kill.
1: Yeah. Oh. F des probably. Yeah. Kill He'd go for it. He'd go for a while. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, F yeah, okay. F <laughs> Dez. <F-des. laughs> kill um Kill Christy and marry Craigie.
0: Ah, well, hopefully you can soon. Hashtag vote yes, hashtag love is love. Yes. Thank you, Kelly. Course. Um, we got a little plug in there at the same time too. Loretta, uh, Andrew, when are you coming to Hearts of Reality for American fans of Australian Survivor?
1: Oh, spewing this year. Because they asked, they were like, oh, you know, I remember some fans, Jason Rasmussen, um, who I know is a listener of this podcast as well reached out to me and was like, oh, come to Hearts, come to Hearts. I'm like, I've fucking watched Hearts for years. I want to go there. Like, I will just be flipping my shit if I was there with like Sandra and Seri and bloody Aussie or whatever. But like all these <laughs> amazing players from <laughs> all these amazing players from like the US season, you know, Richard Hatch and stuff if he was there. I don't know if he attended this year, but anyway like I would just be a kid in a candy store. Seriously, I wouldn't know what to say to these players would be insane. I don't want to go as like a celebrity, I want to go to chat to the fans and meet all the other survivors. Are you kidding me? So I'd love to go. Um, and my girlfriend, and I, we haven't, my girlfriend's been to America, but I haven't. So I'd love to get to the U S and maybe even next year, I'd love to go to hearts. It'd be awesome. Worth That's if trip. I don't even think anyone will remember me though from the. Like, Who's be you seriously going be surprised.
0: Care. You like yeah. the like, ones I've been. way. I
1: want to get Varna's signature. Piss off.
0: The ones yeah. I've been to the most obscure people that you wouldn't think people that they everyone hovers around them like just these. Yeah, mm. you would be very surprised. Um, now Loretta also just kind of adds. Uh, I'm really sad that Australian Survivor is coming to an end. Has your country picked it up for a third, fifth season? Um,
1: not yet. No, Honestly, official. yeah. Honestly, no idea. Even inside word, no idea. No one's heard a thing, so not too sure. But I I would say, just as an armchair perspective, as my perspective, I wouldn't be. I'd be very surprised if it got cut. Let's put it that way. So, yeah, get your applications working and get ready to apply again for it. And I I would say that, and keep watching it, of course, as well. Um, international viewers and and tweeted, uh, you know, domestic viewers because
0: overseas, yeah. Because, I mean, Loretta, I guess, kind of, if you didn't know, CBS is sort of in the process of buying Channel 10. So, I mean, there's lots of up in the air sort of things of that. I mean, so, yeah, we, we don't know. Obviously, as soon as we know, hopefully we'll be able to sort of tweet that out a little bit. Uh, all right, let's go through this one. Craig Lowe, uh, if you were playing an Australia versus USA season, Andrew, which three Australian players do you want on your season and which three American players do you want on your season?
1: Yeah, so this is pretty hard to answer.
0: <laughs> We're um, giving you these tough ones. We're like, we'll get these seasons quickly because we've got the games to play. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. to, like the thought process ones. <laughs>
1: I'd say I'd say I'd like to have Bianca out there, of course. I oh, Get along quite well with Bianca. Extremely smart, rational player. Um, I'd love to have someone like that to bounce strategy and ideas off of. Phoebe for the same reasons. Um, and also... Craig probably as well, because um, I'd like to have Craig and Phoebe there because, of course, I can get revenge or I can work <laughs> with them. So <laughs> <He's> <laughs> it's a win-win situation either way. Exactly right, and they're and they're both you know smart, rational players. Um, i I had a pretty, I had a good working relationship with Craig out there on the game. Um, and talking with Phoebe since we both sort of regret not working together at some point, so I'm sure we could have a working relationship on the season as well. Um, and or, sorry, US the, the season the three class, Amer- US three players.
0: random Americans, I guess.
1: Oh shit. Um I think we'd get our asses kicked by any American players pretty much, but anyway. Uh Sandra just because she's the queen. Um it'd be amazing. I'd just be trying to just fucking I'll just be like latched onto her the whole time. She's amazing. Sandra uh Penna as well. Penna's a fantastic player. And that's what my Fedora was for. Not for Russell, it was for Penna, so everyone <laughs> knows. But anyway, it was a penna tribute. And also shit, I've got to pick another one is a great player as well, but she just played recently. Heidek. Let's just pick Heidek as well, because Heidek is a legend. You're gonna be great to see him back.
0: You're a good man. Craig adds, I mean I'm not gonna get you guys because this is again it's just it's just too much to think about here. Craig, we really do appreciate it, but we we're wanting to get to these other ones. Uh he just adds, also, which two Australian and American players do you want on your season for filler and to be booted off first? Well, I mean you, you kind of went a bit there with
1: Australian Australian, Kate and Christy. (laughs) Christy won and I can't stand Kate. There you go. (laughs) So I beat them both. There you go. Uh, And I can't think of the Yank ones. It's all
0: right. uh, Layla says, uh, does Andrew think he could have done well on this season of Australian Survivor compared to last season?
1: I do, actually. I, I, I do. The challenges were obviously easier this season is what I think. So I would have loved to have done them as opposed to our death by cardio challenges. But also because strategy was really at the forefront of everyone's mind. This season was talked about openly. We saw AK talking about it, that reward uh, that they won with the picnic or whatever, oh, I'm just looking for the idol clue, and everyone's sort of having a look and having a bit of fun with it. I would have loved to have had those conversations and had people out there that were on the same wavelength in terms of thinking rationally and thinking strategically um and weren't afraid to to play the game as it is just a game and, and blindside and fuck up each other's plans and shit It's so much fun sort of love to have been on this season I, whether or not i would have fared better on this season as opposed to last season it's very hard to say but this season thinking about it going into last season i was hoping that last season had at the time had the players that we had in this season that were that were all there to play strategically and play openly and, and play for the game and play for the money. Um, So I probably would have loved to have played with a crop of these players as opposed to the players I played with last season.
0: Well, All Stars is around the corner, hopefully. So um, Layla adds, uh, uh, Ben, I hope you're inviting the delightful Linda back to your podcast soon. I really want her back. So do we, Le- uh, Layla? But L- Linda's, I think, pretty much on a plane to America right now. So, um,
1: Linda is Linda Olson. Yeah,
0: she. Uh, we we try to oh. get her on for the Julian. Uh, we well, not to take back on Cable. We want a Cable on too. But uh, yeah. yeah, we we try to get the two of them back together, similar when we had in week one. But uh, she's very much in um, mode for America. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Steve, husband, uh, was all in Adelaide Crows grand final mode. So it was a hectic week last week, and yeah, they're in the process of of travelling. Yeah. So. Linda's um,
1: great, like, yeah, Linda's fantastic. So
0: we'll get a run again eventually. Now, uh, this is an interesting one. Then we get to these two last ones because they're a bit of fun to end it up. Now, Ruth Marie, bear with me on this one. Andrew, if <laughs> you were sent to Exile Island Reward, Exile Island Reward boat. All right, a la Game Changers. Okay, of course. Oh, yeah, the okay, iconic Changers, yeah, yeah. Exile Island <laughs> Reward boat. How could we forget? Yes, the boat. Uh, for yeah. the length of two days until the next Tribal Council finishes and had to sit down with a former player for a chat and were given great these... Push. For advantages rewards. Which would you take? One This is a fantastic question. This is yep. this has got some thought process into mm-hmm. this one, Ruth Marine. Great question. Number one, the vote tripler gains the ability to add three votes to only one player in a tribal council, but the consequences being you are unable to vote in the next tribal council. Two, the spy bunker allows you to spy on the other tribe in an underground bunker located directly under the other tribe's shelter. You will have access to this for 30 minutes, at which production will secretly take you out when the tribe is told to leave campsite for 10 minutes. Three,
1: vote... These are like, wow.
0: Vote... If any of these happen in the next few seasons, Ruth Marie, I hope you get some credit for these. Three, vote reveal. Play this at any tribal council until final seven. And when you come back to camp, you will have a note in your personal belongings telling you who voted for who. Or four, Mutiny Idol. Play it to save whoever has the most votes from elimination, but send them to another tribe instead.
1: What was the last one, sorry? The immunity, the-
0: mutiny Idol, so play it to mutiny. save whoever has the most votes from elimination, but send them to the other tribe instead.
1: Okay, that's what you're saying. This is fantastic, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Ruth, Jesus. These are awesome questions. Um, that's unreal. Um, that first one, I think the
0: vote triple had
1: so much. Yeah, had so much power. Even though you you don't get a chance to vote in the next tribal council, but having three votes is like having a temporary alliance, pretty much that you have for that vote. Almost depending on where the numbers fall. Um, The other two didn't... The Spy Bunker one, it wouldn't really fuss me too much because 95% of the conversations around camp are based on what food you're going to eat when you get home anyway. (laughs) So I think you'd just be sitting there for 30 minutes of, oh, God, I'm hungry. Oh, this restaurant in Sydney, blah, 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 blah. And what was the the other one in the middle there? Vote reveal.
0: um, So you're told who voted for who. Vote reveal.
1: Yeah, you kind of know going back to camp anyway who voted, where they voted, because you have an idea of where the votes are going in your head and people are usually on survival, which is quite surprising, which is different from Big Brother. People are usually pretty quick to confess where they voted and why they voted that way, which is a bit weird. But anyway, well, and of course, like except for in a situation where like Natalie Anderson accidentally votes for for um whoever she voted, John or someone, or the yeah. counts, I can't remember. But anyway, um, so I think those two I'd probably not really, wouldn't sort of get my get my attention too much what was the last one the mutiny one where you can you can vote to kick someone whoever gets the most votes you can chuck them on the other tribe no sort of big deal um so i'd say for sure the three vote one even though you can't vote at that in that tribal council at the end there if you're someone like in a position like say mike holloway was or or like troy's end was in one world where you know for certain that you're that you're cactus and that you're toast and that you had a good read on that situation, as those two guys did. That advantage would be massive, they'll have a massive amount of power in those situations. For, so I'd think i will take that one for sure. That yeah. is a fantastic, question. Question, fantastic Ruth Marie. question, Ruth Marie. Seriously, yeah.
0: that is amazing. That's one of the top questions I've ever had mm. in any of these shows over That's the last six years I've been doing this. So great job there, Ruth Marie. Now our final two. So these are a bit of these are a bit of fun games here to end it, and these are unique. Like. I like how our listeners, as this season has developed, are starting to play a little bit. Like, not just the whole kiss, hug, and run away thing and all that sort of stuff. They're really thinking outside the box here. We had one... Um, who was that with? Was it the Billy one the other week? where They, where they had to guess, like, what boot order they finished, uh, which was clever. I remember we had Colton on years ago, and he could just reel them off. Like, he was incredible yeah, at that. And then on our round table one today, we had a similar one where we had to guess how many votes a player had in total across the season on their original season. Credible. I'm going to go with Granny Survivors here first because I think Richard yours is a bit more fun and it's a good way to end it. Granny Survivor, our beloved Granny Survivor. Now, she's added questions here, but I'm more into the game here. I'll just quickly read through this. Hello, Dears. Oh, what a great week of Survivor! I can't wait for next week. Now I think Jericho is going to take out the title out for the four left. Here's my pick to win, Deez. Hopefully this week you don't forget to ask questions with the hand Uh Do you still have them handy, dear No, sadly. I mean, again, through my email, Granny. I'll, I'll find them one day. Uh, if not, I want. I remember I asked in the pregame podcast, Dears, for an honest opinion from Andrew on how he thinks Ben would do on Survivor. And if he was there on your season, what happened? You kind of answered that before, did you not? Maybe you told me off air. I can't remember, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I feel like
1: you've told me that before. I've told you with um, – told you twice. <laughs>
0: Third time at the chance, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I told you with Craig and when we first did a podcast with you and Craig that I was looking for you. I was looking for you on our season because there was a rumour that you would like go on MIA and, oh, Ben might be on Survivor. He hasn't done any podcasts and things and the timing sort of lined up perfectly. So I remember on the trucks, I was looking for you. I was like, okay, Ben Waterworth might be here and I know what he looks like and I know what he's about and he doesn't know a thing about me, so I can use it to my advantage to get him. So I was actually, that was part of my thinking process. Well, it wasn't too much of my thinking process, but it was definitely in my calculations in pregame Ponderosa and things, but... Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I think you'd be toast if you are playing.
0: <laughs> I, I don't apologise. I agree it, with it, you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's for and it's for the reason that because you're too knowledgeable. When I was out there, and it's not something this, if I was asked to play again, I would probably would play with someone like you because I know that you're rational and it's a beginner's player's mistake to want to take out people who think rationally because you think, okay, I want to be in control of the strategy. I want to be the only one strategizing out there. But in my first season, I would have tried to target you because you were too clever. But in a second season, now thinking and knowing what I know, I wouldn't target those sort of players because you need people that you can bounce off of.
0: You don't have to apologize if you just call me clever. So, to me, that's good. Fine. Um, <laughs> fine by me. Um, now, this is, I'm going to get the, the really quick five because I want to to this game. Uh, favorite three winners yep. of American Survivor?
1: Heidick, uh Sandra, and I enjoyed watching Tyson win. Um, I also really, really enjoy win. Denise is a great winner. Um, fuck, who else I really enjoy winning lately? I don't know. Say Tyson will do. Sure. Tyson be last.
0: Uh, if you could be put on, if you could be put on any two American seasons, which two would you choose? Well, she says which two, dear, but I just elaborated a little bit there. Sorry. Heroes
1: versus, Heroes versus villains because it's probably the best season. Pearl Islands is a great season, but it's too old school for me um, for my style of play. Um, probably Heroes, Villains, and Philippines. I loved Philippines. Great season.
0: Good answers. Um, I feel you might have answered this one. Uh, Did you have any interactions pre-game with any players before the game started? Of our season? Yeah.
1: No. No? Uh, None of them. No one that was in my casting made it through, which I was – Fucking thankful for because I was such a dickhead in that casting. But anyway, thank God for that. <laughs> another, so story. Was- <laughs>
0: another story for another podcast. <laughs> another story for another podcast. Uh, yeah. Is there any contestant from your season that you have not personally met?
1: Matt Tarrant. I haven't met Matt yet, but I will be meeting him in just a few days.
0: So you tick them all off. There you go. Uh, what were your <laughs> thoughts on Game Changers as a whole deer?
1: Game Changers as a whole deer... Good season, I would rank it below Heroes and Villains and Second Chance, because it, but above all stars. Oh, um, which no one's it? no love for. It. Yeah, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no one rates all stars. I'm the, the only one in this movie, world oh, right. that rates
0: all stars, right? <laughs> I'm the only advocate for that season. I'll stand yeah, by that. I haven't,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't rewatched it for a while. Oh, I it's the one go I probably watched the most. <laughs> Sorry. Really? Even yeah.
0: That has shown um, out yeah,
1: bad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd say just sort of a lower tier. Kind of, oh, I was a, I'm a massive Tony Vlachos fan, so to see him go out early was bloody devastating. But but it was a good season overall. See Sarah played quite well and take out the win in the end. Um, yeah, just not of the caliber of heroes vs villains or even second chance. I enjoyed the strategy of second chance more. Plus, it felt like some of the twists were a bit too much in that. That tribal council seeing Cerie go home when yeah. fucking she had no vote against it was a yeah. Anyway, let's move on.
0: <laughs> you answered the final question. The final one Are you going to be attending yep. the uh, reunion? Uh, we've already answered that one. Uh, yep. Now, okay, here's your game. So, she's also directed this to me as well. Uh, I'm pleased you enjoyed the Survivor game on last podcast. So I'm back for another one. Guess the season the following episode titles of Survivor are from. No Googling mm-hmm. these titles, dear, until mm-hmm. done. These are final episodes of a season. Now, she hasn't given me sense. the answer, so I'm going to have to pull up a list here to, to kind of clarify these in a second. I won't do it yet because I don't want to cheat. I have not pre done anything here for people who think that I read these and go ahead with these. I have not. So, this is actually a very, very. Uh interesting one. So again to clarify, these are final episodes. Alright. First one here. Stir the pot.
1: Oh shit, that was only recently, I think. Um
0: I'll let you answer first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be so hard to do. Cause I don't pay that much attention to the episode titles. Obviously Australian viewer, you'd not could you kind of downloading them off the internet, but anyway. Legally, of course. Um yes, legally, of course. Um shit but i feel like it was recently because i remember seeing it stirring the pot uh i'll say kagayan total guess but i feel like that's something that cass would have said in a confessional
0: yeah, look, there's only one looking at this list that I'm pretty sure I know. There's only one here that I would go on a mm-hmm. limb and say I'm 100% on. Because um, I look at the episode title. because I'm the type of person, when I download them, legally, of course, I put yep. the episode title <laughs> in it for, for keepsake. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's a newer one. I am just going to go with co like That's just off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the most deserving... I feel this is a very early one. I think this is like
1: yeah, Australia or is, Africa, oh, I
0: feel. I yeah. th- I'm going to go with Australia. I'm going to chime in there to jump in.
1: Mm. <laughs> Fuck, I was going to say that too, you prick. Um.
0: <laughs> you can say it if you want to. Play the strategic game. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Shit. Because you'd, you'd think that that would be something that Colby would say in that last final um, after he wins Immunity. Uh, the most... Oh, maybe that could be Kargan as well. Woo saying that about Tony. Mm, shit. Bugger myself up now. Or even Coach would say... Although he didn't end up taking Aussie in the end. Shit, I don't know. I'll go Australia as well. Sorry, Ben. No, don't
0: apologise. You you can play that well. You can go to the answer to everyone. This is so hard. Uh, no, <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished.
1: Fuck! I've heard that. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. Swear all you fucking want, mate. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know this season. I know this season.
0: Because this is like the thing that I think people also remember is they these are generally quotes that are said by a player in an episode. If people didn't yeah. realise yeah. where the episode titles come from from a survivor, do they? Do this they, is a recency. Do they give titles to a show is... survivor? I don't think they do.
1: No. This is a recent season as well. No Good decos unpunished. Fuck. Oh, my God. Um, don't know. I'll just... Oh, this <laughs> sucks. I know, like, the opening ones. I know, like, Heroes of villain Slay, Everyone Trusts No one. It's the first episode in that one. But I don't know. No Good D unpunished. Shit. I'll say Millennials vs Gen X is just popping out of me for some reason. I don't know why. But I feel like it's a recent season. And I think you know what it is 100%. No, I don't, yeah. this
0: isn't the one. Uh, this oh, okay. is oh, okay. um Yeah, look, on your notion of recency, I, like, I legitimately am trying to think of it. I, I'm going to just go with game changers just for the shits and gigs. I don't think it is. But, um, yeah, uh, no good... No, we did that one. Sorry. Uh, no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Ooh. Yeah,
1: I... I- yes, this is so hard. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck Everyone's got to be, like,
0: giving it to me, too, because I'm so... Yeah, there are literally people body. screaming <laughs> at us right now. I'm like,
1: so yep. uh, Look,
0: I'm just going to go out on a limb here, and I am just going to say... <sighs> Fuck, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Uh, Amazon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Amazon. Shit. I, Although, I know that's just pulled plow. out of
0: my ass. I don't know why I said that.
1: I'll say Palau. Pull out, all right.
0: Pull out. Perception is not always reality. Ooh, that's a really tricky one. Perception (laughs) is
1: not always reality. The last one's a lot more fun. Can I just point
0: that out? (laughs) Not that this isn't fun, Granny Survivor. It's just difficult.
1: That sounds like a recent one, too, because that's something Boston Rob used to say all the time podcast thing. It sounds like something that players would pick up on and would say it in Confessional now. Um, yeah, shit. That sounds like Co-Wrong too. I'll just say Co-Wrong. For co-wrong. That.
0: I'm going to go with the middle ones. I feel we're ignoring some of the middle ones here. Um, token Jeans. Why not? I barely remember anything about that season. Yeah,
1: yeah that's a good point.
0: Uh, Thunderstorms and Sacrifice. I'm going to say Palau for that one with the word sacrifice in it.
1: Hmm, that's good, idea. Yeah. That doesn't sound like something a player would say, though. No. Thunderstorms and sacrifice. So I'll maybe it wasn't necessarily
0: time. a strict rule that they implied with this, so...
1: yeah. Oh, my God, I don't even know. I'll just say Fiji, just to fl- just to throw something out there. Well, the first,
0: yeah. Fiji. I think they can't That'll get be. any more generic. Uh, anything could happen.
1: <laughs> oh, that's Heroes Villains. That's Heroes Villains, isn't
0: it? Uh, well, look, if you're going to say that, uh, you seem pretty confident. Yeah. Um, I'll do what you did earlier. I'll say Heroes those Feelings too, just as shits and gigs. Now, this this isn't the one that I'm 100%, but I'm, I'm, I know this one and it's pissing me off. There's two that I'm pretty sure this is. The Tribal Self Destruct in 5, 4, 3. I'm thinking that. South, th- South, Pacific. I think it's South Pacific. Not the one I was going to mm-hmm. go with. Um, okay. <laughs> if you want to go with it, by all means, I could be completely wrong here. You called me clever before. This is probably showing how dumb I really am. Do you want to, do you want to put South Pacific down as your answer?
1: Mm, shit, now I don't know. Well, I was
0: tossing up between All-Stars and Panama. I felt this is All-Stars or Panama. That's just kind of a weird thing I felt with those. I Again.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right. Maybe it's or Island.
0: I'm just going to say All-Stars.
1: Because
0: mm. I feel I should know that, given that I just said... But I, now I
1: feel like... you. Know, now I think if I say Panama, then I've just robbed it off of you. <laughs> if you <laughs> want to take... And there's going to be yeah. South Pacific, and then right, you're going to be shitty right. at me. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because I swear I've seen it too. I'll say Panama, too. Yeah, I'll say Panama. Panama. Although, right. I, as soon as it... No, mate, make it South Pacific, because I said it straight away. It's okay. so we'll going to be Panama. You're going to be like... It came straight you, off Panama? my hand, yeah. Uh, a
0: Don't Slippery <laughs> Little
1: Sucker. I've got to pay more attention to these when I rewatch them. I've got to Google the episodes I'm rewatching. watching um, Slippery Little Sucker. No idea. Seriously, no idea. I don't know. I want to say token teens, just because, I don't know, maybe someone would say that about Steven.
0: I mean, I've done an early, I've done a teens, I've done a... I feel the late 20s are getting ignored here. You went with Kaga. I'm going to go with someone del Sur, uh, just because. Uh, second last one here. Seems like a no-brainer. I feel like I should know that one.
1: Yep, that's Redemption Island.
0: Um, I'm going
1: to go with Kagayan. Oh. <laughs> now I... No, nah, no, nah, that is... It's Redemption Island. I swear it's Redemption Island. Okay, I am anyway. going to...
0: This is the last one. This is the one that I'm pretty 100% sure on. <laughs> but I'm going to be yeah. wrong to prove that I'm dumb. Slip through your fingers. I'm saying Thailand for that. I'm pretty sure that's Thailand. Righto. Just based, you sound pretty sure. I, I'm just... I got a vibe based on the challenge uh, and also just because I think Heidegger yeah. might say it. I, I'm probably just making myself sound smart, yep. and I'm not smart. So.
1: <laughs> and I'll I'll say Amazon just because I had the same final challenge. All
0: right, so this is where to- this is where I need okay. to do the quick control F here to kind of confirm this. So bear with me here, folks, while this is all live. Stir the pot is Micronesia. So uh, you were the closest okay. there because you said 28. I said 32. So uh, you get that one. Micronesia. There you go. Uh, most deserving. Uh, we are both correct. It was Australian Outback. There we go. Hey. So there's that <laughs> one. Uh, no deed goes. Uh, oh, sorry. No good deed goes unpunished. Uh, oh, it was Game Changers. There we go. I was correct. Um, hey. well, you were close, but yeah, finally I've got that one correctly. There Shit. you go. Yep. Uh, no regrets is uh, Africa. Oh. Um, there you go. i was closest with amazon so there you go all right yep. interesting uh perception is not always reality oh i feel so bad that i didn't get that one i'm a huge advocate for this season one world um oh. so i get closest there because i said token chains you went with corong for that one all righty yep. thunderstorms and sacrifices uh guatemala uh, I was one off. <laughs> you were close though too. You said Fiji, so uh, yep, kind of close there. So we both went for heroes versus villains for anything could happen, and correct. I followed you there. So we both went out with our guts and followed I that. heroes yep. versus villains. Uh, good job. All right, this tribe. Oh god, I'm nervous with this one. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> it's not All Stars. <laughs> um, it's Cook Islands. I was close oh. with... Wow. I didn't
1: even think of Cooks. So there you go.
0: So I get it. If you had a you, you would have gotten the point. Yeah,
1: it would have been correct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sorry about oh, that no. one. Uh, slippery little sucker is uh, China, which you said, did you
1: not? Because I've written... No, I didn't. I said token change. Well, you're close. My so, pen
0: must we' We working on the 18. It looks like a 15 there, but you get the point anyway. Because so, I said uh, someone will surf for that one. All right, final. I'm so nervous for the last one because I was so confident with that one and I feel like I'm probably going like, to fuck it up. Uh, seems like a lo- no-brainer. You're correct. It's Redemption, Redemption Island. World. 100% yep. correct. Well done. Oh, God, I'm so nervous for this one. Why I slip through your fingers is Thailand. Oh, thank fuck oh. for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God, I was like, I was so nervous on that one. Like, I think I should know this one. Uh So, I mean, I don't have to up. I kicked your ass. Um, all right, so...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, come on, you man. <laughs> uh as <great laughs> says, thank you for time. That day. was so hard. Just under a week until the winner is crowned. Oh, I hope Linda and Noah are going to be making a return to the pot. They're always requesting people. Noah will be on tomorrow. We've already recorded the episode and we've already met Linda. All right, final one here. This is fun. I'm not playing this one. This is just for you because I've got the answers in front right of me right. here. Richard. Okay. Rich, Richard is our... uh Uh, the guy who basically put forward to the IDU for us for the Australian Survivor Hall of Fame. Richard, we need to get you on the panel. You help co-create this. You need to be on the panel, all the experts. Um, Granny Survivor was fantastic in the last podcast with Little Game. So following her lead and doing my own, Des tweets because it's better (laughs) than Australian Survivor. I have five tweets here that are either something that Des Quilty has literally tweeted or it's a made-up tweet. You have to tell All me, right. is it Des or a Desbot? With you. <laughs> Yep. Again, I know the answers. I'm not playing here. Here yep. we go. Number one. Bite the bullet. Change now. I ain't gonna live as long as Hugh Hefner. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that That's what Des always does. Um, yeah, that's a Des tweet. That's a Des tweet. Correct. Yeah. Number two.
0: Portrait Survivor season would be good. Long hairs versus short hairs. Would you get a crew cut if you missed out on the Longies tribe man? (laughs) Des. Correct. There we go. All over it. Number three. Nah, Cat ain't gonna compete with this hot stud. Nah, she's all right. The cafe latte girl, eh? Oh, fuck. That does,
1: but that... That could be made up, but it actually does sound like something that Des could say as well. Um, okay. Yeah, go, Dez. It's a Des bot. Oh, oh he tricked ya. <laughs> he tricked ya. Survey says, bomb yep. Number four.
0: Can I fax some tissues? I think the Adelaide crew are going to need it tonight. Eh.
1: I've heard him say that before, actually, in conversations. I oh, know he would have done that. So it's Des for sure. Talking about body tissues. It brings up tissues every five seconds. It's, That's Des.
0: It's a Des bot. What? <laughs> oh, no. this, Richard knows him. This person must know Des. He knows years. him. Yeah. Number five. Here you go. Number five. Final one. First boot twice. Yeah, gutted. But Philip Shepherd twice. Where do I send the bandages
1: and drugs? See, <laughs> um, <laughs> so now I'm thinking, okay, would you have put in two Des, two not Des? I'll say Des. Correct. Also yeah, there, go. <laughs> there
0: you go. Three out of five. Uh, but uh, the two that you got wrong, you were you were most skeptical of. So that is fantastic, Richard. I love that. I, I want that tweet going. That's, that's good. That's fun. Thank you to everyone who sent Lisa questions. They were fantastic. And Andrew, man, mate- and make
1: sure that you make sure that you follow Des on Twitter as well at. Des, Quilty. Quilty something something. Final is, chance yeah.
0: before I say goodbye to you. Plug all your shit. Come on, and remember, you got you got to plug us at least once this week on your on your Ferrari brands. I've seen yep, your little, sure. I've seen
1: your little pop up <laughs>
0: graphics. You've done it with other shows. You can do it with oh, us. Come right. on. <laughs> Uh-oh, you're on the hot seat
1: now. Yeah, come on, you. <laughs> all right, all right. No, no. Follow me on YouTube at uh, wwwyoutubecom slash c slash Torrens, or one word. Uh, rev- reviews when i get around to doing them because work just drives me fucking insane lately but anyway follow me on youtube also casting advice i'll be putting lots of tips and things to help genuine fans get on the show if you have any questions about applications preparing a video want to call me an asshole want to tell me how great i am please hit me up on twitter at andrew torrens or follow me on Instagram. I haven't been doing too much on Instagram, but I will be doing a lot soon because a lot of you guys have been following me, um, so I kind of feel bad because I've told you to follow me on Instagram and I haven't really done anything on it because it's a bit wanky, but anyway. A lot I'm of wanky shit self, too. Andrew, Come on. Yeah, like yeah. yeah lots, lots sort of shit. No one wants to see my ugly face, Ben. <laughs> let's be serious here. But anyway, um, at so it's on Instagram, at Andrew underscore Torrens, I think. It
0: is. Yeah.
1: I think that's right. That right. That I yes. know that off the top of my go.
0: head, but whatever. I tagged you like two days ago. But anyway. (laughs) I love you so much. I just wait for you to post these selfies. That's it. But there you go. Follow everything out there. Um, Keep an eye out for it. And Andrew, mate, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, we really do appreciate you doing this and having you. Have a lot of fun in Sydney this week. Say hello to uh, everybody there for us, even the ones who don't like us. But, um, you know, there's more of them probably, the ones who like us. Whatever, we don't give a shit. Uh, But we look forward to chatting to you, uh, whether we, of course, get you on for uh, Hookers, Hustlers and Healers, or we get you on for Season 5, or even we get you on the expert panel for the... uh, Hall of Fame. And, of course, we uh, look forward to seeing your reaction to where we rate you on our uh, rankings poll. Always a pleasure, mate. Thank you for your time.
1: <laughs> always a pleasure,
0: sir. Thank you very much. And a big thank you to Andrew for his time. Another fun chat, as always, uh, with Mr. Torrens, and uh, much appreciate his time talking about Australian Survivor. And really hard to believe that here we are in the uh, the final few days. Crazy. Just crazy, considering how sort of long this season is, um, You know, with all the episodes, 26 episodes, 27 now including the reunion. So it's a long season and uh, we're obviously looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. And uh, going along those lines. I'm going to talk here, of course, just in conclusion, just a few little updates when it comes to some episodes. We've got mainly Survivor related and we'll touch on a few other sort of ones here along the way as well. Um Just want to quickly clarify in regards to the post that we put up this evening about uh, the Debbie recap. Just uh, quickly transition here into Heroes, Healers and Hustlers just for the moment, the US version um, essentially, it's, it, I explain a little bit to you here, uh, in regards to this on our roundtable tomorrow with Noah as well, because we recorded that before this one, but we're releasing this one before it. Essentially, what happened, it's completely out of our hands. It's, n- it's not our fault. It's not Debbie's fault. It's sort of the, the middlemen <laughs> when it comes to this. And we're not trying to point fingers or blame here. Just by all means, I'm not trying to say that. Essentially, kind of long story short, given that we have exit interviews, we sort of have to fall in line with certain procedures when it comes to getting people on the show from a variety of seasons. And essentially, the rule with CBS in regards to having people through media the proper way uh, and we're just pointing this out here. We realise that some other shows and podcasts don't necessarily have to follow these procedures, or don't necessarily follow these procedures. Uh, that's another story. Uh, we have been told well, we are following the rules in terms of the players who have appeared on the last four seasons or two years worth of Survivor has to be cleared through CBS. It used to be back when we kind of dealt with it previously, and maybe ourselves didn't necessarily follow the rules, uh, that it was the last two seasons or 12 months worth of contestants sort of had to get the clearance for CBS. Anyway, so based on that, we had arranged Debbie to be on the show. We contacted Debbie. Debbie was fine. She was going to do it. And this was pre us getting exit interviews before we had confirmation. So in order for us to then make sure that Debbie was okay to come on the show and it didn't affect our exit interviews, we sort of had to then clear it up with CBS, which was all done. It was all fine. They said it was good. And it then just basically came to scheduling and sort of mixed messages when it came to emails. It was initially scheduled for us to essentially do the recap episode before the episode had even aired, and we kind of had to explain constantly, like, we need her for a recap episode. So anyway, sort of long, throw short, sort of the scheduling back and forth, and just nothing was there locked in stones, hence why we kind of put a post out saying, we will let you know. And then we got the communication today, being Wednesday, essentially telling us that uh, it will have to be another week, you know, and we've reached out to Debbie and everything's fine. Like there's, there's no sort of anything here. It's not like somebody stepped aside and said, no, I don't want to do this. And this. There's no problems at all. It's just been a scheduling issue. So, therefore, we do... Really sincerely hope that Debbie will be able to make an appearance on the show during the season. We will be pushing for her to come on the show during the season. So, by all means, stay tuned for that. So, that now means that our Dan Foley recap, which is obviously this Friday. We're recording it post-Episode 2 of Heroes, Healers, and Hustlers. We will be covering the first two episodes. Uh, And given we know that Dan likes to talk, still holds the record for longest ever interview on our Survivor Oz days... Uh, that should be fine. So uh, I'll go through the questions that were sent through to Debbie, and maybe ones that aren't necessarily specific to Debbie, I'll word into Dan. Uh, and so by all means, if you've sent us in listener questions and you're sort of going, well, I sent them to Debbie. I don't want to ask that to Dan. I'm just going to do that. Just we'll, we'll analyze how many questions we get, of course, over the coming days. But, uh, unlike what I did with Andrew here, obviously I forgot to ask the listener questions last time Andrew was on and I didn't keep them. Again, I have kept them. I just haven't sorted through them. Uh, we will keep this one. So when we do get Debbie on, we will have these locked in because we've got some great questions. Fantastic. I just, can I commend everybody who sends in listener questions? They are fantastic. Uh, I, I poke fun at your names. I poke fun at your questions. Uh, I, I, it's just, it's me. I'm a dickhead. All right. I've, Got into trouble of calling people dickheads. I'm the dickhead. I just am an idiot. I think I'm funny. I'm really not. So, that's what I just want to say as well. In all seriousness, those listening questions were fantastic. Ruth Marie, that question was just outstanding. So, thank you so much for that. Granny Survivor, you know, Richard, anyone who's sending questions, really top-notch questions. And they were the same case with Debbie. So, again, we'll keep those uh, sort of on reserve. Uh, we'll also obviously go through the ones that we can ask for Dan. And in the meantime, uh, you got a couple of days to get them in for Dan. We, we know you're going to come up with some great ones and you know, Dan's a hoot and a half, whether you like the guy or not. We had a very interesting one tweeted into us this evening, which we're going to ask Dan cause we know Dan will honestly answer the question that's been sent in. But, um, you know, he's not, I guess, as beloved as some people who have played this game and that's fair enough. People have opinions on players. That's fair enough. That's why we love survivors. So got questions for Dan. Send them in, usual channels, Facebook. You can email in uh, theoznetwork at hotmail.com. And of course, head to net. We've got a contact us form. Uh, that's generally where the majority of the questions I get come from, so we appreciate those. Uh, so by all means, please uh, get those in. And I said, that's been recorded on Friday afternoon, uh, there and thereabouts. Uh, we will obviously have an exit interview with the second eliminated contestant from Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. And just, just a note, I think I kind of alluded to maybe a bit of a joke about it uh, throughout this episode. Obviously, you know, we've always been in this industry when it comes to spoilers and things like that. And we've established not posting spoilers for exit interviews in our posts on iTunes and and on social media. Realise on our website we do post a bit of a spoiler, but generally we know that our website isn't as visited as our social media pages, so that's kind of why we do it. And we've sort of, you know, a few people sort of complained, so we've stepped back. We we generally keep it out the, the contestants name and the title. But if we we're generally mentioning uh, contestants who've been voted out, I, I think maybe kind of our reference points to the fact that Ziggy got voted out and Katrina got voted out, sort of like a, a two Olympians going in, you know, a space of a few days in Survivor. Um, vaguely see see it as a spoiler, yes, but at the same time, given. We base a lot of it around Australian airings. We are talking about a show that has aired in both Australia and America, and we're a week away from uh, having it aired. So, that's generally our policy. If if you're not wanting spoilers in regards to, say, the US one, because you're not watching it yet, we kind of can't cater around that because we are covering both at the same time. So... Uh, maybe I'll strive to do a little bit better if this is a specific problem. If uh, I, I, I don't want to call the person out who tweeted us. I, I honestly can't even remember who it was. If it's a specific issue in regards to the spoiler that I've been sort of called out for, please let me know. And if there's a way you want to avoid it, like maybe if you want me to say before I mention the US Survivor reference, spoiler alert, something along those lines, by all means, keep us updated. But in the meantime... If we're talking about Australian Survivor, like we did with Andrew, we've obviously brought it up a little bit about people. I just mentioned that Katrina was the first boot. I haven't done it then. But, uh, you know, we're, we're going to assume by that point that people listening to our show will know what has happened on both Australian and US Survivor. But, again, any feedback, any comments on that, please let us know. We're always... we Everything that is sent to us, everything that is tagged to us, we read everything. We generally reply to most of them. If we're getting trolled or sort of criticism for criticism's sake, yeah, we just brush it off. I mean, for the most part, I know I haven't exactly in the past been Mr. Reliable when it comes to that point, and fair enough, uh, I I understand that. But, um, yeah, just... Always open to communication, so please for sure let us know. I'll have another point in that very shortly. I'm I'm waffling on here about random stuff. You're wanting to know in regards to Australian Survivor, what is happening with our coverage. I'm talking about other stuff, not even to that point. Um first point of reference here, first point of announcement. Uh you would have already seen, I've made plenty of references throughout this episode. Our roundtable episode that we've brought you the last few weeks. Uh, this week, we have, of course tagged it out there with former Auslet, current Auslet. He's not a former Auslet, he's still an Auslet. He's a co host of the show. He's just never appeared on the show because he's been off gallivanting in Europe. Noah Groves, everyone knows Noah who's listened to this show. Uh, back on our roundtable. Um, great episode. We recorded it today. A lot of fun, very insightful, and worth a listen. We'll be posting that tomorrow. Tomorrow being Thursday. Technically, listening to this, if you're in Australia, it's Thursday already past midnight but I think you understanding what we're trying to say there Uh, so stay tuned for that and also as we talk a little bit about in that episode with Noah we will be in the future doing sort of a a rap episode where we kind of just go over the season similar to what we used to do with Ozcaps, not as in-depth as an Ozcap, and we'll come up with a list of five best moments from this season Uh, So maybe in the lead up, if anybody has any suggestions that they're thinking of here, uh, because I'll I'll honestly admit I haven't thought about the top five moments of this season yet. But if people listening to this have some ideas of what they feel the top five moments are, send them in and we can obviously want to put them on the table do a bit of a discussion around that. We'll create our five best moments, put a video up of the five best moments of the season. We did it with New Zealand Survivor. Um, So by all means, keep an eye out for that. A bit of fun for that. So that's happening tomorrow with Noah. And our final week, of course, uh, four players left should mean four exit interviews. Uh, obviously, if you're not aware of the scheduling for Australian Survivor in the final three days, uh, I was wrong. I was told information that the finale was on Monday night. Uh, that has proven to be incorrect. Uh, so everybody who's uh, sort of guessed that it would be on the Tuesday evening, uh, you are correct. Uh, so Sunday night, we're back to a Sunday night episode, non-elimination episode. Spoiler alert, we've already gone over that. Um, so that means that Monday, obviously, we will not have an exit interview. Tuesday, uh, sorry, Monday night, as per usual, 7.30 to 8.30 on Channel 10. Check your local guides. Eastern Standard Time, of course, that is. So, an hour behind in Queensland. Uh, I will Adelaide, I think, half an hour behind, are they not? And uh, Perth, three hours behind, I believe. So, that is... Check your local guides, as I said. So, that will then mean that all things go to plan. We'll have exit interview for, us, uh, for you on Wednesday morning. Uh, Tuesday morning, I should say, which then leads us into the finale, uh, 7.30 to 9pm from what I'm seeing in the TV guides. Again, check your local guides. That's Australian Eastern Standard Time, followed by uh, what I assume will be the reunion, 9 to 10pm. Again, check your local guides. (laughs) Um, And sort of to ruin the illusion for those out there, it's not actually live live. Uh, It will be recorded this weekend in Sydney. Uh, And from what I saw, keep an eye on the Australian Survivors Facebook page because they were giving away... Uh, double pass, like, uh, you know, 1,000 words or 1,000 words, or 25 words or less, why should you go to the finale? So, um, yeah, just keep an eye out. I'm sure they're going to give away some tickets across the, uh, the coming days. Um, so, by all means, keep an eye out for that. And, yeah, so we're, we're not too sure as of right now how the the final three interviews will go. We're going to assume they'll be done back-to-back on Wednesday morning, um, but when we're told by Channel 10 how they're done, uh, we'll do them. So, keep an eye out for that, and obviously we'll bring you what we uh, we are given. And we'll go from there. That leads us to our finale recap. Uh And I wish I could 100% confirm this guess. I want to 90% confirm this guess right now. Uh Hopefully, 90% with a surety. Again, this will all be confirmed on the weekend. You've asked for a final look like we're going to happen. The one, the only, Miss Flick from Season 3 of Australian Survivor uh looks to be 90% locked in place. As I said, we will confirm over the weekend. Stay tuned to our social media pages. We've never had Flick on the show before. I'm looking forward to it if it happens because I'm a huge Flick fan and I, I hope that we can get her. Obviously, I know a lot of people asking for Phoebe as well. Uh, we, we have reached out to Phoebe, as I sort of I think I mentioned a week ago in terms of our show. Like We, we do hear your requests. We do reach out to the people and obviously it's kind of out of our hands once we reach out to people. We don't want to pest, despite what some people think we used to be like. Uh, so, therefore, we have done what we can on our end. We always like to suggest... Um, people if you want to see on the show tag them on twitter you know tweet them uh tag them on instagram send them a a tag on facebook not saying pest them but if they see the demand out there that you guys are sending to us by all means they can see it and then it might give them a bit of a nudge i'm not sure as i said we kind of we contact it's out of our hands from there so uh as of right now flick is scheduled to be on next week's show to wrap up the finale to wrap up Strange survivor Again, we will post what we know on the weekend and uh, if it's not Flick, we will get her on the show at some point in the future and we will uh, obviously have someone else on the show to, to recap the finale with you. So, social media, The Oz Network. Search for us on Facebook and on Twitter, at The Oz Network. We're now on Instagram. Uh, I was going to tag a little bit there with Andrew, but uh, at The Oz Network, it's pretty standard really. Um, not a whole lot going on there. I mean, we're not that exciting. But we're just out there posting a few updates here and there. Post a little behind-the-scenes video on our Instagram story today with Noah and myself recording. So uh, if, by all means, you want to see a bit more of the behind-the-scenes going on here on the Oz Network, let us know. And uh, we'll gladly provide you uh, with some content. So we're we're ironing out the kinks. We're doing some a few new things here on the show uh moving forward. But, yes, yeah, Survivor fans are, are well covered here on the Oz Network. That's our roots. We're the longest-running one, continuous podcast here in Australia. Technically, I know we kind of went away for a few months, but we're still here since 2011. We're going to add that to our logo maybe. Uh But we appreciate all your support, all your kind words, uh anything along those lines. The questions, guys, so good. Seriously, amazing questions. And as I always like to say at the end of these uh, episodes, because I, I, I kind of am extending these now in terms of me having a bit of a uh say at the end of say just a little bit of announcement really a bit of a chance for me to talk. You and I, you and I are chilling right now, the listener and myself. Cool, why not? Uh if you've ever got any questions for me specifically uh that you want me to address on air, I mean by all means if you've got questions for me specifically you don't want me to answer on air, you just want to send it to us, by all means I'm happy to answer anything. Uh but if you want me to address anything on air, by all means please send them in. Uh we, we've had a few across the season, sort of say Ben to answer at the end. Um, let me know, and I'll happily talk about whatever. <laughs> As you can probably tell, most this season, I've talked about pretty much anything, and I answer pretty much anything. So I generally, put my foot in it. Uh, we might do a listener question answer, a listener question episode. We used to do them a few few times a year, well, once a year. Uh, it's making stuff up now, Ben. Uh, on Survivor Oz, and I enjoyed those episodes. I always enjoyed having that opportunity to um to talk and sort of. Sit down and have a powwow with you guys. So there you go. Outside of Survivor, though, uh, obviously we're covering a variety of different things. Very exciting. On our Noah Roundtable episode tomorrow, we will be announcing what new show we will be covering after Australian Survivor is done. So our Monday slot will be replaced with a, another rewatch from a great TV show from the beginning. Um, and it's, an iconic TV show, one that's very, very popular has a rabid fan base. So we're kind of, Intrigued uh, how the fans of the show are going to react should they discover we exist. So stay tuned for that. That announcement is on our uh, podcast tomorrow with Noah. Obviously, our Nip Tuck and Third Watch coverage continues. Nip Tuck episodes on Tuesday, Third Watch on Wednesdays. And our movie months, our movie recaps, our movie fun times, we're concluding anniversary month this Friday with Face Off, the 20th anniversary of the iconic Nicholas Cage, John Travolta movie Face Off. It's a lot of fun. Uh, It's a long one. It's about three and a half hours, I think, maybe even four. But it's so much fun. There is a sequence in this episode, which I don't know if I've laughed as hard in an episode ever. Uh, So by all means, if you're a movie buff, you enjoy the fan face-off, download it. Friday, that will be available. Uh, Concludes our anniversary month. And if you've missed any of those, uh, our episode coverages of Dirty Dancing, White Men Can't Jump a Titanic are also up online. Uh, and that leads us into DC month, uh, in the lead up to Justice League. Uh, stay tuned for that. We will be covering Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, and Wonder Woman in the lead up to Justice League. Uh, and then that leads us into Star Wars month in the lead up to, of course, The Last Jedi. And then that leads us into Christmas month, which, of course, is christmas funnily enough should also mention uh i i feel bad for not bringing this up in that star Trek discovery colin and jamie are covering star Trek discovery so stay tuned for that one and of course our spoiler free movie reviews when we go to the movies you'll get a review about it so stay tuned for that the most recent one i believe was it uh which jamie and colin obviously saw i'm too much of a pussy to see a horror movie apparently so i didn't go and see it um but definitely that one is worth a listen to as well it's a great episode um but yeah ...fantastic coverage here on the Odds ...where we're keeping you busy in listening... ...and I hope you're enjoying the content... ...and I, I kind of put out a bit of a, a call uh, in our last episode... No, I'll do it again here... ...because I'm a sucker for sucking up to people apparently... Uh, if, you, ...if you listen to us on iTunes... Uh, ...we really would appreciate if you could leave us some feedback... Um, ...it doesn't have to be good... ...if you don't like us for some reason... ...you don't really appreciate anything we do or say... ...that's fair enough... ...we don't expect to be loved by everyone... I'm just going to complain about the criticism clearly because that's what I do. Uh we would really appreciate if you could leave some feedback and rate us uh you know rate us out of 5, leave a few words even if you just want to put 2 and write good. Um we'll take it. Um <laughs> but yeah, we well, obviously uh it helps sort of get our our show out there a little bit more. Uh, throughout the, the platforms. Um, and, you know, given we've rebranded since Survivor Oz and we still are having people trickle through to realise that we are actually still a show. I, I still will get a message every couple of weeks uh, asking me what happened to Survivor Oz and let them know, oh, I didn't realise you guys were back. So... Um, Please, by all means, if, if anybody listening to the show, I mean, the great listeners, Ruth Marie, uh, Granny Survivor, I saw you did leave us some feedback. So I really appreciate that, you know, Richard, uh, any or any of these people who are sending us in uh, regular questions. Obviously, we understand you're listening to the show. Uh, we, we do appreciate that. Uh, but uh, just a small favor. You can take it as us begging. Uh, that's entirely up to you. Um, but by all means, please, if you could leave us some feedback on, on iTunes, we really, really would appreciate that. We'd love to be able to get to 50 by the end of the year. We're on, I think, about six at the moment, so we've got a little bit of a way to go. Uh, but even if we could get to 10 by this time next week, uh, that would be absolutely fantastic. So if you're an iTunes user, you've got an iTunes account, all you need to do is if you find us on the iTunes store, just search for the Oz Network. Uh, you click on uh, Rate and Review. You can rate us out of five, and then it will ask you to leave a few words there. And uh, again, very much appreciated. Even if you want to write five stars, stop fucking begging for a review. Here it is. Shut the fuck up and do your podcast. I expect one of those in the next seven days. Um, And also, too, outside of iTunes, of course, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. By all means, please do that on there. Social media, I've tagged a lot. Of course, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, the main three there. We are on YouTube. Search us on the Oz Network. You can uh, like, subscribe on those platforms. Uh, Follow us, of course, on Twitter. um, And follow us on Instagram as well and just a little uh tease again tease it's not really a tease uh shout out to our contact forms The at hotmail.com is our email address uh head to the theoznetwork.net there's a contact us form on there and of course any messages on facebook as well you can reach out to us there we're pretty much open all the time guys we read everything as i mentioned so feedback anything along the lines always appreciated suggestions obviously outside of survivor Got an idea for a movie you want us to cover? Got an idea for a random rewatch? watch We still are open to doing those. Um, shoot us a message. Uh, we obviously appreciate that all along the way. Long episode here with my 20-minute rant at the end. You've long tuned out since Andrew's left the show, uh, but we obviously appreciate it if you've stuck to the end here. Busy week for us here on the Oz Network as we close out Australian Survivor and switch focus to US Survivor. And uh, it's a good time to be a Survivor fan really is uh thanks again to andrew for his time on this show thanks to everybody who's tuned in and from the bottom of my heart guys and girls and anybody man dog whoever you are listening to this living being thank you so much for listening to us uh we do this for pure love for pure passion i wish i could come at the end of this episode and say i make a million dollars every time i do this but it makes me feel like a millionaire knowing that people are listening to it. I know I'm getting a bit soppy here, but uh, don't understand how much it means to me to even get one listener question in, let alone seven pages worth that we went through tonight. Um, it really does mean a lot, kind of, given everything that this show has been through, everything that I've been through in my life uh, in the last 18 months as well, to still have... Uh, people that are willing to tune in, uh, listen to my voice, tune out when I speak, and then listen to Andrew. Um, it, it means a lot to me. So um, you're all very, very dear to my heart, and I, I appreciate everything, and you're all my friends. There you go. There you go. Look at me being sobby. Wow. Uh, Colin would be ripping shit into me right now if he was listening to this, but uh, thank God he doesn't watch strange Survivor, so he's never going to hear this. Uh, he's got Jamie to do episodes with. You know, he can just pick up a microphone. I live with my dad. Go figure. It's been Australian Survivor. Uh, it's episode 20. I don't know what it is. It's 18 past 12 a.m. right now. Um, I don't live with my dad because, like, I'm one of these guys who lives in my basement. There are reasons behind it, people. I was engaged once. Uh, <laughs> this is that point where I should stop and stop digging myself a hole and just move on. Uh, but I don't. And this is where I usually have a co-host to go off at me and put me in the direction this is why I don't do shows by myself that often. That simple. Um yeah. Australian Survivor. We've got three episodes to go. We've got four people left. Let's have a great time watching it. Let's have a great time listening to the podcast, and let's have a great time being awesome because we like Australian Survivor. My name is Ben. You're yeah, not gonna forget that because I've just turned this into the fucking Dr. Fuel show at the end of it. Thank you for tuning in. We'll speak to you next time here on the Oz Network.